This is the Outer Rim Job. Welcome into episode nine of the Outer Rim Job. Today we've got Matt. Hey. Dane. What's going on, guys? Brian. What's up? And I'm Bill. And on today's episode, we're going to go through, we got a few things for you. Uh, we're going to start off in Dodonna Schoolhouse, and in there we're going to give you guys our thought process on creating lists, especially with it being regional season and Worlds is kind of right around the corner, only like three months away or something, yeah, like, something that. like that. Um, so give you an idea on the thought process some people go through on their list creation. We'll give you like an example of a list. Uh, and then we're going to move on to Mama Mothma's Glory Hole. Then we're going to talk about the Superstar Destroyer because uh, since last episode, we've got some upgrade cards that we can talk about. We're not going to talk about anything we don't know about. So, and Matt's just going to kind of pick out the uh, upgrade cards that he found most interesting. We're not going to go through all of them. That'll get uh, monotonous and boring. <clears throat> And then we're going to talk about a certain type of list that popped up uh, that we find very interesting. We'll go into that. From there, we're going to go to How My Rim Tastes. We've done a quarterly kit, Armada Tournament, since last time. Um, we are one day removed from Matt's expedition down to Louisville, Kentucky, where he went down and played. Uh, he just drove in, like, an hour ago. Ish. Yeah. yeah. Even. This is Matt's dedication to you. <laughs> To the ORJ uh, award-winning listeners. High-quality content. Yeah, he, he came straight from the event here. So there's that. And we're going to talk about the upcoming regionals we're going to do. And then we got Current Holbin at my bottom bitch at the very end. Um, and then there we played the Mother of Dragons. Um, Expansion for the Game of Thrones board game. Yes. Uh, we, did a, we did the Song of Ice and Fire team game, large game. And we played a couple other things we'll talk about in there. And as always, if you're just here for Armada and you don't give a flying fuck about what we do otherwise, don't listen to that part. And we'll tell you it again at the end so you remember. Uh, on with the episode. You're required to maneuver straight down this trench and skim the surface to this point. It's a small thermal exhaust port right below the main port. A small one-man fighter should be able to penetrate Princess Leia Hi, welcome into Dodonna Schoolhouse, and here we're going to talk about the creative process that some of us go through when we're creating, uh, when we're making lists uh, and stuff that we want to run. So it's, we're going to start with Dane, and we're going to go to Matt, and then Brian, and then I'll end up with an actual list and a process that I went through. But right now, Matt, Dane, and Brian are going to go through like their thought process and like more of a general overview on what you do. So go ahead, Dane. All right, so the way I usually start when I'm building a list is I start with like a core concept. Um, and the core concept can be almost anything, really. It's, it's a pretty broad thing. It can be an admiral or a card combination or a specific upgrade or, or maybe even just a ship. You know, I may want to make I mean, you know, an Akbar list or I may want to make a conga line list or, you know, I might want to build something around assault proton torpedoes or, you know, whatever it may be. And then from there, I kind of flesh that out and, and start building other pieces that help me do the thing I'm trying to do. For instance, I built a list once uh, that was about just doing a Maydean list I've talked about a couple of times. And this list's core concept was to be able to go first or second. 
and, and have some control of it. So it had a little bit of token fucking, and then it also had some fast-moving ships, and it had a liberty that I could move around with, and it was all about arc dodging and that sort of thing. But that list was built out of not wanting to deal with bids, and that's kind of how that one started. But uh, and that's usually kind of how I start, uh, and, and moving from there, you know, just select ships and fighters and squadrons and you know, whatever upgrades may help me do what, I, what I'm trying to do with the list. And I just play with it and tweak it from there for the most part. That's kind of a quick, basic overview. I don't want to get too in-depth. Yeah, don't want to give your trade secrets away. Well, I don't know if I have any trade secrets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, by the way, we're not going to do the douche thing where we don't say things we're doing or working on because we're worried one of you is going to, you know, be able to get in our heads at a regional or worlds or some shit like that because I don't... <laughs> If you're thinking on that level, you're just a ridiculous, pompous cunt. Yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. Like, just get over your fucking self. Like, right. Most people that you play against, unless they're a baby seal, can kind of figure out what your list is trying to do just when they look at it from across the table. Right. Well, you exactly. Know? Yeah, you just got to out-execute them and just play better than yeah. the other person. Like, there's the whole secrecy thing leading up to it is stupid as fuck. Oh, totally. Yeah. So, just, like, the list I've been working on just quickly. Yeah. I originally started it as I wanted to find a way to really make home one go. Because um, I love the home one upgrade. I think it's really good mm -hmm. and underused. Um, so I you know, wanted to get a bunch of ships that could use Akbar. I think Akbar works well, obviously, with it. Um, although I ended up as building the list, deciding that home one wasn't the right choice and went, <laughs> went over to Defiance with it. But, yeah. you know, so sometimes that happens, too, you know, where the core concept stumbles you onto something else. Um, yeah. And that, right. you know, <clears throat> that's okay. So what's your what, what's your thought process? So now? usually I uh, I start with the same I, I start with some idea I want to like I want to go squat heavy or I want to try a different commander or a ship and I kind of try and build outward from there. Some same kind of thing Dane was talking about. But one of the things I noticed though too is that I have I mean I don't know how much you guys do it, but as you're building a list, I mean you like Dane, you said you, you were building around home one, and you mm -hmm. felt it didn't really work. Mm -hmm. You you got that through game experience though, right? Like yeah, you, I played you, a tournament with it. Yeah, you, you got to practice. You you got to practice with your list and see what you got to actually put it on the table because you can you can game you can theory all day, but like if it doesn't match how you like to fly your ships or the strategy you're trying to achieve with it, it doesn't work. You, and those points are better spent elsewhere. So you just got to practice it and refine it. Like the list I'm flying right now. Is actually kind of it's more from the Sloan list. I've been I flew at Gen Con earlier this year, and I've basically been flying this for most of the year, more or less. And it's just kind of morphed and evolved. Oh, it's changed quite well, a bit over that. I mean, it doesn't even have Sloan. It's anymore. not even Sloan anymore. It's JJ. Yeah, and it just yeah. and bombers. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no aces. It's like this. Yeah, it doesn't resemble a Sloan list really at all anymore. Right, but. Yeah. But the bones of it, yeah, started there. The, the the core of it's still the same. But uh, I mean, yeah, at this point, it's like ten iterations in or something. Yeah, like that. I've gotten used to it and comfortable with it, and I know how it flies more or less. And yeah, and that's a lot of what this game is: is just repetition through playing, sitting and theory mongering all day is only going to get you so far. And even if it's just something on Vassal, at least that's something. The Vassal, uh, yeah, I think Vassal can be is good. You're playing against another opponent. Yes. Who's going to be able to poke holes in that perfect strategy you drew up? Right. That the first time never ever works the way you thought it was going to. I mean, the game mechanics are all the same. It's just really, I think it's just eyeballing. It's the, the spatial fast. awareness is yeah off. Yeah. Like which you're is not a huge part of the game. Yeah, which is a huge part. Yes, you're not going to get your spatial awareness practice. But as far as like card interactions and all that, that's 
there's no different than on the table. Yeah, yeah, Vassal's yeah. Vassal's very good for that. So and all your timing and yeah, all that, yeah. How about you, Brian? Do you have like a? Uh, so what I like to do is take out a bank loan and go out and buy every copy of every ship possible. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then play the game and realize I suck and rage quit and sell it on Facebook Marketplace. Smart. And, and uh, I've done this with Imperial Assault. <laughs> I've done this with Star Wars Destiny. I've done this with X-Wing. And now I've done it with... <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Wow. That's, that's, an, ins- that's an inside joke for the four of us. <laughs> well, that, that's going to be an inside joke for people in Michigan. Because yeah. you know, who that person is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we've got somebody here that did, did exactly that. Yeah. <laughs> but that's interesting. That's an interesting process out. you go through. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I just said that I, I joked because I, I feel like my, my honest answer is probably the same as the other two guys. Personally, I really focus on the ships that I want to fly. Like, that's where I start with my list building. I just think like, man, you know, I, I bought this ship. I haven't really used it. I should probably give it a shot, see how it goes. You know, like I used to do Imperials all the time. And lately I've been working towards Rebels just because I, I have all this Rebel shit that I never use. So just, you know, trying out different things, looking at what other people do for inspiration is huge. Um, you know, thankfully our Armada, there are some sort of meta E lists and interactions, but for the most part, there's not just a one archetype that just constantly wins no matter what like you see in certain things so yeah again it it just comes down to looking at what you want to do for me it ships and then getting in practice and then if you decide something's not really working out change it stick with the same sort of uh, archetype i feel like the big thing when you're when you're making a list is don't unless you're just doing casual games don't change it up too much unless you're totally bailing on the idea Mm. um because you're not really going to find your niche or like you're not going to find what you want if you keep changing like if you go from doing an mc80 to an isd to you know an mc30 swarm like pick one and stick with it and make little changes and see how they go yeah that's a good point where if you start you're throwing everything out the window every time yeah. you're not going to get any, any experience with that list or what works or doesn't work i mean you'll get a little bit but then you're throwing it out the window and starting over every time do tweaks don't yeah. do overhauls and especially if you get thrashed don't give up on it because maybe it was just a bad matchup or maybe you didn't play something just right. Yeah, maybe it's more you playing it than it is the list type. Yeah. Because I've seen plenty of people testing lists and getting things ready for like a tournament and they'll play it once and they're like, well, that was shit. That sucks. And be like, well, how, you can't really tell that just because I thrashed you in one game. Like that doesn't, you know, right. maybe just you didn't play very well with it. Like that doesn't necessarily yeah. mean the list itself is shit. No, yeah. I mean, we've all had games where you made, like, one key mistake and got your ass kicked. Yeah, and that doesn't because mean the list needs to be garbage. It doesn't, need, yeah. it doesn't yeah. mean, mean you need to, you know, eject the list out the garbage chute. Right. No, like but it might mean you need to, you know, add an upgrade. Yep. You know, I mean, I did that with one of my lists where I had, I had an MC-80, and I was always like, ah, you don't need engine text. Then I got beat pretty bad once, and I was like, you know what? You do need engine text. <laughs> <laughs> engine text on an MC-80 Liberty makes a big difference on that thing. It's scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's worth noting that being comfortable with your list is more important in a lot of ways than the way than the actual list itself. Yes. You know, like, uh, um, you know, we talk about Reich and Aceholes a lot and how that's uh, a list that is largely considered to be very good. But if you fly it and then you fly all your squadrons out of activation range, you're going to lose. Yeah. So, like, if you don't know what you're doing with the list, it doesn't matter what the cards are. So mm-hmm. that's that's another point. Yeah, I mean, I think and this is something that's true about this game in general, which is one of my favorite things about it. 
being good with the list is more important than the list being good. Yes. That makes sense. No, I definitely agree yeah. with that. Yeah. Makes a lot of yeah. sense. It was deep. Yeah. Thank that you. was Danism right there. Yeah. yeah. Drop, dropping Dane knowledge. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to go now. So I ran a Akbar token fucking type list for the fall vassal tournament. I've talked about it a couple episodes before this. But I went through a small process with that one. I didn't go like super deep. I didn't test it for too long because... For me, honestly, I've ran Akbar token fucking lists for so long. Like I'm pretty used to them. Like I don't, I don't need to do nothing crazy. At first, I don't need to really do anything to know how it works or how to run it. Like especially when you do sensor net. Like there's almost the same boilerprint formation I fly in every single time. And even if my opponent knows I'm going to do it, I kind of don't care because there's just, just not that much they can do. There's not that much they can do about it, anyways. So whatever, that's fine. Um, but when I started out, normally when I fly an Akbar token fucking list. I start with my Battlestar Galactica, or I call it, uh, what do I call it? The Akbar Battlestar, which is some, oh, people have called it um, other things. Death Pick or Death, Death Pickles. Pickles. Death Pickles. So yeah. let me give you an example of one. It's the MC-80 Assault Cruiser. Akbar's on it, has leading shots. Mine is a little, mine tweaks a little different. Officer, a lot of times will be Intel Officer, MC-80. I said, yeah, it's the Assault Cruiser variant with Defiance, XI-7s. ECMs and reinforced blast doors is how I used to run it for the longest time until early warning system came out. And so from there, I adapted my MC-80 Battlecruiser, I'm sorry, I'm saying the wrong thing, the Assault Cruiser into a different version of it to help with the token fucking, but still be able to punch. So this is where I got to with it. This ship specifically, not the whole list in general. So it still has Adbar. Still has leading shots, because that's your only way of really getting re-rolls on this thing. Mm -hmm. I put in strategic advisor in the officer slot, fighter coordination mm -hmm. teams in the support slot. So when I'm token fucking either the fire lanes or the sensor net, every time I go, I'm dragging those VCXs and dragging those tokens back into me. And especially further away when I activate for the fire lanes, because then all three tokens are even further away from you. Mm -hmm. Like, they're, they're just gone and you're never going to get them again. You will Unless never you, get these. You, la, 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 But then one day, you get you this. Break up the cage. You, you get, get this. this. Yeah, so I was horribly mm -hmm. raped once. Yeah, well, it happens. <laughs> Is that what it's inferring? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, that's what Borat's inferring anyway. Yeah. So, um, and then it still has XI-7s on it. And then I switched out uh, reinforced blast doors for early warning system to help. It, I mean... Honestly, early warning system not only helps against squads for the most part, even though people still can get around early warning system. Mm -hmm. I don't think it turned out to be as great as some people thought it was going to be. No, because I, I use it in, in my in my Akbar lists too, and I found that I wanted it to like stop the squadrons, and it like really doesn't at all. Not not so much. But it really helps against other ships. Yes. So like like if you're going against an MSU list that's plinking you from range, taking a die away from them is very very yeah. strong. It works very well. Yeah, that. especially like a TRC-90. Yeah. If they're shooting you on the side, now they just can't do it. Yeah, now they got nothing. They got nothing to start with. And they can't, even if they're Akbar, they can't nothing to start with because they got no battery to, to begin Exactly. Their, to yeah. begin their, yeah. to put those two extra dice onto. So um, that's what I found that, what that's really good for. And so the rest, the core idea of the list was, and oh, so going back, normally when I build these lists, it's either five to six ship activations. Back when you could have more uh, transports than two, I ran three with like a TRC-90, maybe two TRC-90s and a Pickle. It was either five or six ships. I wanted to see if I could make it work with just four because with the new upgrade of Kaken and Sholin, 
I found the Assault Frigate Mark II B can be a real ball buster for mm -hmm. pretty cheap for only 98 points. Can be a real ball buster against another squad, uh, another any other type of ship, honestly. Yeah, yeah. For really cheap points, and mainly because Kaken and Sholin finally gets you rerolls with those red Akbar dice. So, but if you're going to try to combine token fucking with this Mark II B in there and the Battlestar, you, that doesn't leave you much points for a whole lot else. Because no. you have to have VCXs, you have to have Hawks to move them. You got. You almost have to have transports because you really need Leia and Comsnet in there in case you get sliced to switch yourself back to what you need. Honestly, I'm getting to a point where you just always need Leia and Comsnet. Yeah, especially here, like around here, I think a lot of people run. Sli I run slicer tools all the time. Yeah, because I just love fucking with my opponents, getting in their OODA loop and yeah. fucking with their plans. I mean, if you've got a command three ship and you're playing Rebels, you just need to take a Comsnet flotilla with Leia on. It. You like, kind of you kind of need to it because you're you're going to be taking tra Comsnet transports anyway because you need to pad activations and pass tokens. Yep. And for three points, Leia is like the perfect insurance against slicer tools. Yep. Oh, yeah. And it, you know, I found she's really useful just in general. Like, just sometimes you want to change your command. You know I mean? I used yeah. to be like, oh, that's a crutch. I don't need it. That's bullshit. You need it. It's <laughs> need so it. helpful. It's still a crutch, right? You need it's it. still a crutch, but it's a really helpful crutch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, to be able to change your commands on, essentially on the fly is, is huge in this game, especially mm -hmm. when you got to plan three turns. Especially, out. yeah, those big command shifts. Yeah. yeah. So that was my core concept, and so I got it down to where could... I wanted to find out, could four-ship token fucking work? Could I fuck the tokens hard enough, mainly on sensor net? I know I can on fire lanes, because that has nothing to do with the amount of ships. Right. Really, it's the amount of dice in your battery, and I got plenty mm -hmm. with just the assault cruiser alone as long as I get them close enough. But could I bang sensor net hard enough? Turns out I can. And the way I think it makes it work in this list is mainly the FCT, fighter coordination team, on the MC-80. Without that, I'm not, I'm not fucking hard enough, I don't think, to get mm -hmm. my points back on it. I got to be able to keep dragging them back in as people keep kicking them out. So, and then the 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 loadout uh, I mentioned for the assault friggin' Mark II B earlier, and I think we've said this here before, but it's real simple. It's just ECM, electronic countermeasures, Intel officer, XI seven, and Kaken and Sholin. And that little some bitch with Akbar can punch a lot of damage on oh, stuff yeah. over time, like not even over that much time. Too, mm -hmm. if you if you bang it right. If you combine this thing with your assault cruiser, you're knocking stuff out really fast. Yeah, it does yeah. a ton of damage. It does a ton of damage for <clears throat> 98 points. It's it's super cheap for what it does, honestly. And then the other two ships, like I said, are just a GR-75 Comsnet uh, Leia and then another GR-75 Comsnet. And then the squadron mix that I found worked best with this, even though with further testing from what I'm doing now, you could drop to just... So it, this one has three VCXs and two Hawks. You can kind of drop to two VCXs and two Hawks and still make it work. You got to do more work. You got to do more metal, metal math almost, metal positioning. You got to work a little harder in the squadron game, but you can make it work if you're strapped for points. And this comes in at 398 points. I want to go second, and I'm not going to bid a ton to go second. Now you can. Um, a weakness of this list, going first isn't great, but going first is actually fine when you've got this Assault Friggin' Mark II B now. Before, it was a little tougher, but this thing can move fast. It can get where you need it to go. And if you want to let me go first with this thing, that's fine. I'll go first with it and hammer you. You've been and try to set up the assault. Yeah. So mm -hmm. that's where you got to be. And like to Dane's point earlier when he makes lists, if you can, try to make something that you're happy with going first or second, for the most part. Mm -hmm. um, and so that was the evolution of the list. That's where I started. I And through playing, dropping upgrades, adding upgrades, stuff like that. And I, I honestly can't tell you what those were because I don't remember. But like this is what I ended up with, and I gave you a general idea with what I started with. 
and just kind of moved from there. It was more of a concept, and I ran in that fall league, and I did decent there. But that's also Vassal, so like I, I don't really, I'm not great at Vassal. But I ended up getting fifth, I think, or sixth, or something like that. So that's fine. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So that's 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 what we got there for that. Does anybody have any other comments or words of wisdom they want to drop here in the schoolhouse before we leave it? That's it. All right, cool. Yeah. All right, so we're going to go on to our next episode, which is Mama Moth's Glory Hole. We'll see you over there. The Emperor's made a critical error, and the time for our attack has come. I'm going to blow my load at the glory hole. Blow my load at the glory hole. Blow my load at the glory hole. All right, welcome into Mama's Glory Hole. And here we're going to talk about uh, how we have some more information on the Super Star Destroyer and the different upgrades, uh, like I said in the, uh, the beginning. That, what are you guys laughing about? <laughs> I'm not even totally <laughs> sure. <laughs> I, I, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. There we go. And then, um, oh, so, welcome to the glory hole. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm thinking about. Are you just thinking about how the, the name of the segment upsets some people? No, I was okay. actually <laughs> laughing because I, I had a beer and I forgot to open it. And then we started recording. Oh, so I was like, yeah. that, that's what a fake sneeze was. Oh, okay, you're covering up your alcoholism with a sneeze. Yeah, that's nice. cool. All right, so anyway, we're going to turn it over to Matt. <laughs> and we're going to go over some uh, some of the upgrades. So go ahead, Matt. Yeah, so the uh, FFG was nice and sent out like a spoiler sheet, I guess you'd call it, maybe, to some of the stores. And so it had a bunch of the up, or it had like the four cards on it for the four different variants we're going to have for the SSD. And then. Uh, a lot of the upgrades and officers and stuff got spoiled as well. So we got some confirmation. The two modern ones were, were the two legal ones we're going to have are uh, like they're 22 hull. We finally have a ship with six actual shields naturally. Uh, all the crazy ass upgrades. I mean, these are, this looks like a lot of, I'm really looking forward to seeing these on the table. I until we get until we actually get on the table though I I mean I have no idea how I really hope play. it shows up before Worlds I don't think it's gonna at this point it's taking so, so long well, even cool. if it does I don't think it'll be like legal well if it shows up in a certain time it shows up legal yeah. for it's gotta be like two weeks I'd right? love that I yeah. think so yeah. yeah so I would love it for it to show up legal because that's gonna fuck so many people I would seriously mm-hmm. consider just fuck just make, I mean like it'll make certain just, people butt hurt not love oh, yeah. yeah. The only thing I have a problem with is because we don't know how it maneuvers, so only playtesters are going to know how to actually fly it. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and well, you, you if know, it drops two weeks before Worlds, though, you got two weeks to figure it out. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah it's, it. it's all fair, right? That's right. Yeah. That's right. Enough time. Yeah, it's got it's got six different hull zones, six different firing arcs. The upgrades they both got. Let's see, three different officers. One of each of the uh, like the turbo laser ion. Ordinance. Well, didn't we have this info before? Didn't yeah, we, we had a lot. Of we had some of it before. We had we had we had two of the ship cards, and now we have the other two. Okay. Which I well, think are the two that are not tournament. So I legal. think those will probably be the ones. Yeah, it's. And we don't know what that means. Not tournament legal. Like, where are we supposed to use this? I'm yeah. assuming there's some type of other game modes that come in the box that they tell play, you about. There's yeah. got to be. Well, yeah. Because they they told like the us X-wing epic ships came with like scenarios. Yeah. That you could play, and I think actually think like all of the X Wing big boxes did. You're probably um, right. So like, yeah, they're like the, even the core sets had them. I think. Yeah, so they're like little missions that you can do. Yeah. So I, I'd assume based on doing that that it, it might come with something. Probably like something that. like that. Yeah. yeah. 
So what about the upgrade cards that so, we've seen now that we don't know anything? We didn't yeah, know. So before. we know. So we know we got an Admiral Piet Commander uh, for twenty-two points, which makes him second cheapest. Yeah. Imperial after Ozzel? because Ozzel's twenty. Ozzel's right? twenty. Is anybody else twenty-two? What's JJ? Is he twenty-four? I think he's twenty-four. He's twenty-three. Constantine might be in that. Yeah. And tag. I don't know what they cost because no one ever uses them. Yeah. Right. <laughs> anyway, he's cheap. He, he's, yeah. he's cheap, and his ability, I think, is pretty... When a friendly ship spends only a command token to resolve a command, you may exhaust this card. If you do, that ship c resolves that command as if it spent a dial of the same type instead. So you spend a, you spend a token, you get the dial... Effect. Effect. But you can only do that once per round. It's... Wait, so do you get your dial as well? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you do? So you I get your dial, yeah, it's just, and if you spend a token, you can exhaust him to get okay. the same effect. So I, I thought it was, like, in order to do that, say you had to have, like, a nav token on your ship, mm -hmm. and then you reveal an engineering command, and you take the engineering token, then you spend the nav token, and with Pia, you do the nav command instead of the token. That's, that's how I thought it worked. The way I read it is you, you can, use your dial... However you want, whether you want to take a token or use the dial, and then you also spend the token but get the effect of the dial. Okay. Yeah. So, like in your example, you have an engineering command. You can take a token if you want. So or still, use the it command. still works, but I thought you yeah. had to take the token. Like you couldn't. Oh, use you the couldn't use the, you the, the command. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't see anything on here that says that. Okay. So with this, and I just thought of this. Who's that guy? I think his name is like. Commandant Oresco or some shit like that where mm -hmm. another ship reveals a dial and you get a matching token. Yes. Yeah. Would this make it so you'd actually use this guy now? No. Because then Maybe. well now you get to have a dial. Sure. For a token's effect. But then you have to I, it's, I, the problem it, with it, him is then you have to have a ship doing that guy's like seven or eight points or something the, like that. The yeah. thing is he's like a reverse Leia. Because he's not he's taken the, the command of another ship. So you have him on your ISD or whatever, and mm -hmm. your transport flips your command and takes the token, mm -hmm. and then your ISD gets to take that token. And now with Piet, you get to resolve it like a command. That's what I'm saying. So yeah, that's backward ass day, backward ass. But you're better off using layout. comms net to do that. Yeah, it's just easier and cheaper. And now yeah. it doesn't take and you don't have to. Slot. You don't have because then you have what you have to do with Oresco then to do that is you have to have another ship doing a command. That's the one you want the token for. I could see that Which, being like a poor man's Ramus. It is like a poor man's Ramus. So like that, say, that's the best way to describe it. So you're pushing squadrons mm -hmm. with a Gazani rather than just taking the token and sending it with comms net. They can activate the squadrons. And then, you know, your your ISD or whatever can take the token and then you get <laughs> fighters follow me, which for for that in particular you don't need because Imperial squadrons are fast. Yeah, well, and I, just, I just feel like in every situation, you're better off with Wolf Ularin than Oresco. Yeah. Which Wolf yeah. lets you spend a token, exhaust to get that token back. Yeah. Now you could use that oh, effect yeah. in combination with Piet. Or be, even Grint. Uh, sure. Wait, wait, what does Grint do again? No, well, remember. Grint wouldn't work for Piet, but Grint is when you reveal a token or a command, you get the matching token. <clears throat> right, but it's only a specific it's one. Only the specific one. Yeah. Yeah. So Piet wouldn't act, interact with that because that no, token you can't double up. Or the the problem with all those upgrades is like you're gonna have a Cotton's Net Gazanti in your fleet anyway. Yeah. And it just puts the token you want there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so back to Piet then. 
You know, it seems okay. I think he is good. He's, I think he'd be especially good especially in small ship fleets. I think oh, yeah. it's best because he's he's also really inexpensive. He's cheap. Yeah, he's very cheap. you know if you've got like an ISD and you know maybe two ISDs or something like that where you've got you know big ships that are going to get a lot of value out of extra commands. Yeah. Well, it um, seems like it also makes you better able to adapt. Yeah, it's also like a nice little slicer counter. Yeah. Yeah. In addition, mm-hmm. you know, uh, maybe use it on, you know, a. Uh, What's it called? A quasar, you know, to, to guarantee you get those squadron commands. The issue, which I don't think this is really an issue, but it could be a problem. So if you're doing it this way, you can't use the token as well. Like you wouldn't be able to use, say, on a quasar, you wouldn't be able to do that six spider activation thing with expanded hangar bays and the token and the command. Right. Because you have to spend the token to use a command. Right. So you only yeah. get each one last. Well, he has an deal. option, right? He's a man, yeah. I assume. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, yeah. So I mean, in that instance, Piet is probably not a good idea to take as your admiral if you're pushing squads yeah. like that through quasars, where they want, where they rather have the token mm-hmm. than I mean, the unless, dials effect. Unless he's just slicer insurance, basically. Yeah, but I feel like he's. Well, well I mean, I mean the, the, the Empire doesn't for, have Leia, so for that ship at least. I mean, yeah. he could be doing other stuff with the rest of your fleet. You know what kind of fucks with Piet that nobody really uses is the raid tokens. Yeah. Yeah. Raid would fuck with Piet. Mm-hmm. But if you're like planning to fuck with Piet, I mean, that's not... <laughs> <laughs> that shouldn't be your battle plan because I can't imagine you're going to see a ton of Piet where it's Yeah, a problem, I feel like Piet's like a poor man's throng. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. At 22 points, he's very much economy, though. Yeah. You so, can, but he, he is cheap, though, he's so. cheap. Sure. I'd have no problem taking Piet. I can think of lists right now that I have that I could plug Piet in and when, probably do pretty good. There's a lot of value to being like, hey, I need a nav command right now. Right. You know? Like the full nav command. Right. Like, I, I need, need the extra click. click. Yeah. So, I mean, so with navs, he's almost like a uh, Maydean then. Sure. Right? A little bit. I mean, because again, but it gives you a ton of flexibility. Right. I think yeah. that's the advantage of him is, you know, on the demand, you can... You're gonna to want to load up a bunch of tokens on your at least your big ships. You really all of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so you probably want to pair Hondo with this. That way, in case you don't yeah, have the sure. token you need, you can grab it. We should be taking Hondo anyway. I feel. I mean, Hondo's, Hondo's, yeah. Hondo's, I don't <laughs> use them a lot, but I should use it more. Hondo's become almost an auto include for me in almost every list. I think. I kind of I've started to hate Hondo because I was using it for a while, and I feel that the tokens I'm giving my enemy are more benefit than them than the ones I'm taking for myself. Sure. Then don't use Hondo. Then, yeah, just don't use them until yeah. until it doesn't help you. But opponent. I'm never in a position, it doesn't feel like I'm ever in a position where he's helping me more than whoever yeah. I'm playing. I could see that. Yeah. Hondo's invaluable in like a <laughs> Matt, my list. boy. Oh, good old Hondo. That's how, that's <laughs> how he gets you. Yeah. <laughs> I always feel like he's fucking me more than the other guy. It's just... <laughs> Yeah. That sounds very Hondo like. I uh, know, it's very fitting, but yeah. yeah. All right, uh next let's let's go on to the next. So thing. uh so probably my favorite personally upgrade that they previewed is the officer slot Vader. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that does it's so thematic. Cool. Yeah. So the ability is when a friendly ship at distance 1 to 5 is attacking a ship, it may discard one of its commander or officer cards other than Darth Vader to reroll any number of dice in its attack pool and he is 1 point. So he's forced choking somebody from across the battlefield. Yeah. yeah, I think the art is him like doing a force choke too. Yeah, right? yeah, that's pretty cool. And in the we're, we'll get to him. I, I'm assuming you added him in. There's some like more cheap officers coming. Skilpers out too. officers already 
Skill preserves at one point. That's yeah. somebody you could choke the fuck out of. Yeah, I mean that's almost like like you just load them on your ship just to choke the fuck out of them. They're like, putting skilled yeah. first officer in one of the quarterly kits. So yeah, well it is already in the one this, that's this out. The, the one we got a couple okay. extra ones. The yeah. quarterly kit we just played had skilled yeah. first officers. Yeah. yeah, so there you go. You could load those up just for re rolls. I mean that could be <laughs> that could be pretty I mean, useful for one point. Well, I mean, especially because it's like you know it's a poor man's Darth Vader. Which yeah. it is Darth Vader, but like, <laughs> but the poor man's Darth Vader Admiral, I guess, is a better way to say it. Yeah, yeah. And but now you get to have another Admiral still. I mean, this is one of those situations where like I really wish I had two Admirals. We kind of can now. Just put so, him on a Gazai. Put him on anything. It doesn't matter what he's yeah. on. Well, if you think about it, you can put him on the Super Star Destroyer. Gets to take three officer slots, right? Yeah. yeah. You're giving yourself do Vader and two cheap officer. Now, officer slots are useful, valuable and stuff. I get that, yeah, but this is a problem. way you could make it really, you can make it really run on an SSD, SSD too. Oh, yeah. Put two cheap mm -hmm. officers on there with Vader and keep choking them fucking out. I mean, <laughs> and get your re-rolls. Even if you don't put cheap officers, I mean, if it comes down to the point that you needed that big fucking hit to come in, yeah, you know, yeah. choke them, choke whatever yeah. fucker guy you got on there out and do it, do the next thing. Kill your intel officer. So the, uh, the, What's the, interesting uh, is that you can kill your admiral too. Yeah, so kill Tag. <laughs> get, get your get your token get your, back. Get your money back with Tag. <laughs> That's a Hail Mary play. So like that could be like yeah. the last round six, and you've got a shot you need to take, and you just don't have enough. Like. Fuck it, kill your admiral. Well, the thing is, if you got an admiral like PF that's an exhaust, you exhaust him, use him, and then burn his ass to the ground. <laughs> yeah, exhaust him, get get your use out of him, Just and then Vader kills him. Vader kills him, and, Vader kills like, him and, or, uh, and he was, and he was still useful that round. Or yeah, Ron, after you spend all your dials, he doesn't. He's expendable at that point. That's true. That's true. That's a very good point. You <laughs> can easily kill Thrawn. Even you if he it. has one dial still on his thing, he's expendable at that point. Yeah, yeah once you've gone through all the Thrawn dials, kill his ass and get some rerolls. Yeah, and for one point, it's. The, the only problem is that the officer slot is just so competitive. Like, right, yeah. There's Put him so on many good officers that are important. Well, getting Vader in there, I don't think, is the problem. It's oh, the other it's officer. You're killing off Because, officer, like, you know, yeah. now you can't, now you're like, you know, that strategic advisor. Although, actually, strategic advisor is a really good one to kill. Because strategic advisors are really important in rounds one, two, and three. Yeah. And not that important in yep. rounds four, five, and six. Yep. So once mm -hmm. you get once you're in it and you don't need strategic advisor anymore, choke that bitch out. Yeah. And get some reruns. On that long range shot where you threw five reds and there's one damage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, that Darth Vader choke a bitch. Choke a bitch and then keep going. <laughs> and then yeah, keep going. <laughs> You'll so on that, more. yeah, oh. you'll probably get one more, <laughs> <laughs> or you get one of like those loot rolls with like six doubles. Yeah. yeah. So in, in or that, if you never use Hondo, fuck that bitch. Choke him out. Right, yeah. yeah. Some re-rolls. Yeah, there you go, Matt. There's a way. <laughs> we have just, you're just talking about that, about how he fucks you. He won't fuck you if you kill his ass. Yeah. You fucked me for the last time, Hondo. Yeah. <laughs> it could be your spite list where you bring Hondo with no intention of ever using him, but with every intention of just choking him. You just bring a bunch of officers <laughs> just to kill him. You're just frowning at the mouth. You're like, I think I'm going to use Hondo this round. And he's like, yes, this engineering token would just totally save me. And then you're like, no, nah, I'm just gonna kill him. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. I'm really. I'm just gonna choke him. And this isn't an exhaust, so you could kill As all your officers on all your ships in the same round. Yeah, you can just choke yeah. everybody out yeah. if you want to. Yeah, I really like this card. It's super cheap. It's it's like just interesting. It's very yeah. interesting. It's like it's an interesting mechanic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, we'll see if it ends up being I good. I don't think it maybe. probably will be, but. It'll probably be okay. I, I could see plenty of situations where it could probably be decent. Oh, yeah. The reason would it could be is it's one point. It's yeah, so cheap. And it's yeah, that's the key. Is that the the main drawback of it is the officer slot it takes up. Right. 
with Bader, that Bader takes. Oh, I feel like in most lists you've got a you've got one Gazanti was an important officer, and the other one. I like all the Vader options you have now. You take Vader yeah. as a commander, you can take Vader as an officer, and you can take Vader as a boarding team. That's pretty cool. Yeah, the only problem with that is... You can only take one of them. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Empire, I mean, the Rebels don't really have anything like I mean, other than Leia. Leia's and, the only example right now, I think. I think. Just looking through the list. And nobody's using Commander Leia because she sucks. Yeah. Tua's another good one to kill. Oh, yeah. Tua's perfect. No, yeah. well... No, because your ECM no, yeah. stays on it. Does it? Yeah, yeah it doesn't go it. away. Okay. You, it's, it's, you boarding you Vader boarding team Tua that, that has no effect because it only cares about when you're doing your list construction. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Tua so doesn't matter. Tua after you can murder that. easily. Yeah. Titus. Titus is another good, good one. And to he's kill. cheap. He's only two points. Yeah. So and you get the effect at the beginning. Nita. Uh, Captain Nita. Yeah. Yeah. The other one is uh, very thematic that they've released is Officer Ozel. Yeah. And what does he do? So at the start of the first round, you may execute a speed one maneuver, and he has two points. So he is cheap, and he goes off in the first round where you're not going to be shooting anyways. Yeah, Ozzel's the perfect guy to kill. Yeah. And they do it in the movie. Exactly. That's a that's like a Legion mechanic they're introducing in Armada with a move in the beginning. What's oh, it yeah, called? Scout? In Legion, scout, yeah. yeah. It's like the scout mechanic in Legion. Yeah, that's cool. Nice. What else we got, Matt? Uh, let's see. So, oh, Officer Krennic. So when you attack at medium to long range, if you spend a concentrate fire dial, you can reroll any number of red dice. If you spend a token, you may reroll up to two red dice. He's eight points though. Yeah, but that's really good. Man, that's like a he'd be he's great on a Simon. Just yeah. if you think of it right so off really, the top. Yeah, Simon or maybe one of the Or even an Architects. Yep, an Arch oh. would go well with him. Uh, but yeah, he's expensive and he's like whatever. But I I he sound he sounds interesting to me. Sound he sounds good to me. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah, especially if you're like you're spamming Architects trying to do a, a pseudo conga line. Yeah. A lot of those officer slots are empty. And this is all conjecture and stuff, guys. We didn't we didn't test any of this. We don't we've never played this any of this on the table. Yeah, no, so this like, is just from reading it. This is just from reading it, not kind of our first impressions and stuff. Yeah, too, we know so. we know nothing, right? Right, we know nothing. Um, yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Oh uh, an officer slot, Emperor Palpatine. When an enemy ship or squadron declares you as a target of attack, it must spend one defense token if able. He's three points. That's really good. It's spend, not exhaust. <coughs> spend. Yeah. Ooh. How many points? Three? Three. Mm -hmm. So if every and do you exhaust Palpatine or just nope. whenever anybody attacks you just as a Anytime squad? you're declared as a target of an attack. Ooh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And Palpatine, the officer, or the commander, allows you to exhaust people's defense tokens like when you attack them, right? No, it's in, it's in, it's like super intel officer. Okay. That's right. So that's right. at all of your ships have intel officer that turn. Okay. Yeah. For, for against a specific defense token. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I, I'm I'm, I'm kind of wondering how much actual value you would get out of that, though. I mean, honestly, a lot. He's only three points. Yeah. That's what we're talking when we talk about value. When we're talking about guys that don't cost a whole lot. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of value for three points, especially if you go against a, a you know, a, a fighter heavy list that, you know, you're flacking them back. Yeah. They don't want to be yeah, like, bl blowing their true. tokens, blowing through their tokens just to attack you. Yeah, the other thing he could go well a lot is Avenger. Put him on your Avenger. He's they're exhausting tokens just to attack. No, they're you. spending them. They're or getting rid of. Or they're spending them. Well, yeah, so well, it doesn't really pair with Avenger because they're gone anyways. Well, no, because well, they're, they're spending, spending them. Goes from green to red. Green to red it doesn't discard them. If they're if you if they're shooting. You oh, did red. I say get rid of? Well, you yeah, you you're, get, you're rid saying get rid of. Oh no no that's I'm, it I'm could get rid of if they were red. 
Yeah. Yes, I'm saying the wrong thing. I mean, it airs the whole boarding troopers Avenger if they survive. Wait, am I? Then they got to dump something. Like I say, I always have too many game systems in my brain right now. Like, is it's, does Armada differentiate between spend and exhaust? Yes. Yeah, because exhaust only goes from green to red. If you're already red, nothing happens if you're exhausting it. Right. If you're right. spending it, if it's already red, then you're discarding it too. Okay, that's right. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Spend always goes the next step. Exhaust only. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'm remembering now. All right, well, what else we got? Uh, there's only a couple more. Might as well just go through these last two we got. Uh, Lyra Wessex. When you were dealt a face-up damage card, you may spend an engineering token to flip it face down without suffering any effects. That's awesome. For two points. I'm sorry, read that again. When you were dealt a face-up damage card, you may spend an engineering token to flip it face down without suffering any effects. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's very cool. That's really good. That can be like when you get that like that one crit that like really fucks you. Projector yeah. missile line. Yeah, like projector missile line. <laughs> you drop all your shields. Yeah, or, or in some situations like cannot attack at long range or cannot yeah. attack obstructed ships. Yeah. Can't resolve critical yeah. effects. That sucks for some ships. Yeah, yeah. or even just structural and you might die. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean that happens a lot. Yeah. That's a cool card. Yeah, for only two points. So those raid tokens can actually... You might need to bring those. If this, you start seeing this a lot for people to do like a lot of APT things. I have a feeling they're putting all these cards to make raid useful. Yeah. Where you have to spend certain types of tokens and. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, hopefully, I mean, hopefully hey. raid is valuable. Yeah, ever. Uh, I mean, also I will never be valuable. I don't know about your area, but like it never did anything here. A couple people tried it. I messed just, with it for a while, and it was yeah. okay. But like it did. It was more. Anybody. I wasn't doing it for the raid. I was doing it because like that Gar Saxon is a decent squadron. And his raid, to me, was more like a secondary ability that he had. Yeah. 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 yeah, and the generic version of it is totally worthless. It's not good. Kinda and like, Jen Urso is even worse. Kind of like... She has no place Ooh, to She's a discard. Like, if she was an exhaust, you know, maybe... Because she's a boarding team, so she's all leaving the boarding her ship teams and going. All yeah. the boarding teams are... Expensive. No, I know, but, like, all the other boarding teams are, like, way better of an effect. Right. Yeah, I would always take Ch like, Champ Sandula over her. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah. Or, or any of them. Yeah, All of them are better than her. Yeah. All right, what else we got? Uh, so the last one I got here is Commander Grant. Durant. Uh, his ability, when defending, the attacker can't resolve critical effects. After you attack a ship, discard this card. How many points? Two. So damage control officer, which does the same thing, is five points. And you got to spend a defense token for it. So this, this guy... is good against a ship that's not going to attack. Yeah, this is this is built for a quasar. Yeah, or or yeah. or a transport or a gazanti. You can't put it on a transport. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a pretty decent spot for a quasar. Yeah, for him to go to give them that. I mean, because it lets you, you, let you avoid. Well, you keep avoiding. You, as can't, as long resolve, as you, never attack with you the can't resolve critical effects. Yeah, you can still yeah. attack. You can still attack, but you have to discard. Well, once you attack, it's gone. Yeah. After, after you attack a ship, if you attack squadrons, it's done. Oh it's yeah, done. it does say ship. Yes, yeah. it does. Okay, good. So, so put on that flag with that bitch. Yeah. That one with the my favorite Quasar flag. two from uh, yeah. Constantine the Undying's fleet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Quasar two red red flag die baby with with um uh ruthless strategist. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a place to put this. I just I feel like there's too many other officers though. Yeah, well, that's that the thing. Want. I mean, you're gonna that that's the. I think a good thing about this way for Imperials, at least, you're getting a lot yeah. more officer options. Yes. Like, you're kind of being flooded with them. Oh, so you got tons of options. you got yeah. tons of, you know, different things to do or think about. I just don't see this card ever making the cut. 
All right, fuck you, Dan. I'll yeah. <laughs> You'll see. You'll see. I'll show you. Okay. <laughs> I'll show you on my quasar. Um, that's really. Do we want to talk about the titles? Oh. Oh yeah, titles. Titles. Yeah, yeah go yeah. through the titles. Okay, so first executor, you can be assigned any number of any type of command token for two points. Any number of any type. Yes. Any number of any type. That's so you can throw amazing. like four equal, engineering tokens on equal the to your command value. Oh, okay. So you're still a max yes. on that. But so you can throw four engineering four, tokens yeah. on your. Or wait, is that thing four or three command? Uh, I think they're all four. Yes, they're four. Yeah. So you can throw up to like four engineering on that bitch if mm-hmm. you want to. That's kind of mm-hmm. neat. That's interesting. Yeah. And a couple. So I don't. Th- I don't know if it's been confirmed or not, but it's. Uh, on any of the supers, when you reveal a command, you get a token automatically the same. Point. Right, it has, has Raymond strapped on it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it works with that. So you can have you, your content can still be constantly feeding it, and whenever you flip one, you get the same thing too. You don't have to worry about, ah, oh, crap, I'm giving it a token that it already has. Well, so a couple of them have a squadron value of six, so you could potentially activate. Ten squadrons, <coughs> eleven. You, oh have. yeah, because you could spend all of them at once, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. So the, uh, okay, can you yeah. spend more than one token of the same type at the I same time? Mm, oh, that, they might have to FAQ that. That would be a thing. Well, I'd have to go back and look at the you rules. Could nev- you could never. It might, have, it might just be in the rules. Yeah, it might. There's Maybe. like one of those things that's in the rules that just can't come up. They until might. Now. Have, I think after. Yeah. I think they facted after Thrawn because this came up before now. Because you could have two. You could have two dials at the same time. Right, and you couldn't spend the same dial twice, but you might be able to spend multiple tokens. Uh, I don't know. No other ship was able a, to do, was able no, to ever have, have that situation tokens. come up. I don't yeah. know, listeners. It'll somebody message us and tell us if that's a thing you can do because we're we're not even sure, and we're not <laughs> going to take the time to look at that. Right nope. Now. All right. <laughs> so all right, so uh, yeah, so they're, not, they're It's nice they're pulling all the titles out of the mm-hmm. expanded universe. So the eclipse, when a ship overlaps, they suffer face up damage, three points. Nice. Now, and this is when an enemy ship overlaps you specifically. When, yeah. Which means when so they you try to ram, ram. Yeah. It's ram insurance. But it's not when you ram them. So it's the opposite it of the Geralt's Honor title. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, you can probably pair this with hardened bulkheads and then just like. Well, dude, and the ship's so big that you can just fucking swing in front of everybody and everybody's. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you might be able to just like swing <laughs> your ass in front of their whole like, line. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, and make them run into you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if it turns at the front, and you're gonna be got, able to really swing that. I don't think there's any way. Twenty-two holes. Yeah, I don't think there's any <laughs> so, way. Either. You can really fuck with someone's conga line then. <laughs> when you've got hardened bulkheads, everything is smaller than it. Yeah. Although hardened bulkheads might say large ship only. I think it does. Yeah. And I don't think. Oh, okay, and I guess we don't know, but are large ship only upgrades gonna be allowed in the Super Star Destroyer? Everyone's thinking no, but we'll have to see. Yeah. Right. Um, Ravager. You can use Concentrate Fire tokens to add die to your pools. It resolves the same as if you're spending the dial. Okay, cool. For full points. That's really good. That's cool. And lastly is Annihilator. You can reroll a die when attacking a squad for eight points. That's so good. Oh, and then these all have... um, They all have at least two dice for flak. Uh, You got blue and... Red and blue and then double blue. Yep. That's what it looks like. For the two... For the two big ones, you got <clears throat> black, blue, red, and then blue, blue, black. Yeah. Jesus. Those are the epic ones, though, but yeah. still. Yeah, that's not going to be a tournament fly. I was going to still. La, 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 la. I mean, we all know how good Torn Far is with Flak. 
I mean, this is actually yeah. more expensive than Torrent Bar. I was going to say, it's an expensive one, title. Yeah. It's eight points. That's not cheap. But that's still really, I mean, especially yeah, when you good. have a Super Star Destroyer, it's going to be a big piece of your fleet, obviously. Right. Yeah. So, it, might, it might be all of your fleet. Yeah, it might be all of your fleet. <laughs> might so not have anything else. Being able to re-roll your squadron dice is, is, is amazing, especially considering it can have a red. All right, any other upgrades we're going to go through? Uh, we got the titles, we got the officers, and yeah, that's, that's about it. That's it. Actually, can you put, an, do any of these have a um, an ordinance upgrade? They all do. They all do? Because I'm trying to see, I can't see it here. Because this thing would be really nasty to be able to, with callus and that and flechettes. Or pods. Or both. Or both. Yeah. <laughs> if it's got two, or both would be real nasty. I mean, then you'd be able to flechette everything at long range. I... I bet that doesn't have that. That sounds broken. Oh, and then and then throw the the, the offensive one that gives you counter one. <laughs> yeah. What well, gives your squadrons counter one? No, the the offensive retro. Oh yeah. Gives your ship. That's true. Quad, I mean, you'll that be able to take that. Quad, uh, it's either quad battery or quad laser. Quad I, think laser I think it's quad laser years. turret. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because if you can put for, I mean, you can the put flechettes on it with a re, with a free reroll and an extra die, and if they're uniques and the three hundred point ultimate flag boat. I mean, that could be really nasty. It's very interesting. So yeah. All right, let's move on to the next part of this segment where uh, I uh, talked about it in the very beginning. Where there's a list running around out there that um, it's crushing, Reich and Ace Hole type lists, um, and it's very interesting. I don't know if it'll continue to be good or keep working, but I'm going to put it out there for you guys to decide and think about. And the mechanics of the list aren't like super, it's not like a mystery. It just, it just kind of does. It just kind of works. So this is what it is. So I, I think the guy that ran it also won the Florida regional. I think it's the same person. And I honestly don't recall what their name is on the forum or what they did in the Vassal tournament. Cause it was in the Vassal, this most recent Vassal tournament that this guy smashed that Canadian guy's uh, Reich and Ace Holes list. Okay. Like, crushed it. It was, it was, it was interesting. So, at the... Beautiful. So, the list is... You guys all know the gift I'm talking about. Beautiful. The beautiful <laughs> gift. Yeah. Beautiful whole tier. <laughs> Single tier. Oh, it's in, it's in here in my notes. His name's Commander Dave. That's his name on the forum is Commander Dave. So, this is his list. It's, um, it's an interdictor suppression refit with Screed is the Admiral. Oh, I love that. With the interdictor subtitle, it's Brunson, engine techs, disposable capacitors, heavy ion emplacement, targeting scrambler, and grav shift reroute, clocking in at 151 points for his flagship. And this wow. is only three three ships in this fleet. The second one is a Glad 2, not the normal Glad 1 you normally see, but the Glad 2, that gives it two blue dice on its AA, with agent callus, ordnance experts, engine techs, and fleshette torpedoes. And that was the part that was really shredding yeah. the ace holes list because he just kept activating them and they just kept sitting there, I believe. Mm -hmm. uh, but the, the squads had a ton to do with it, too. Uh, the Gazanti, and there's a Gazanti. It has Hondo, because Hondo's awesome, Matt. Shut up. And it has Vector. Uh, Vector was the one where it could make things go faster. Yeah, squads you plus one squad that are non-heavy. Non-heavy. I think non -heavy. it's non-heavy. And okay. the squad list he had, I think he had a different squad list for his Florida Regionals, but the squad list he had in the Vassal was Morna, Key, IG-88, Colonel Jendon, two fire sprays, and Bosk. Hmm. And it's that very was, similar to what Luke's been running, or was it, running. Yeah, it's very similar to what Luke was running. Um, so, I mean, that's the list. And essentially, he's able to pump out enough damage 
with those two ships and those squads and those and all those squads are um besides Jendon, of course are uh Rogue? Rogue. Yeah. So, like, you don't have to push them if you don't want. I'll bet he's using Vector to get them into pl place because a couple of them are slow. Like, I, I think Bosk. Fire sprays. Yeah, the fire sprays. And Bosk. And Bosk, he's probably... And Boba, if he's in there. No, it's not Boba. Okay. I think in the Florida regional one, all he three. had a Boba. But I'll bet, like, early, you do... at You do... You actually activate the fire sprays of Bosk to just get them in position, get them further up the board uh, quicker than they normally would get. Or even Morna. I think Morna's only speed three too, so it kind of depends on what you want to do. Morna heavy? No, no, she is not. No, the regular ones are. The regular not. ones. He doesn't have anything heavy in here. Okay, that would make sense. Unless Jendon's heavy. Is Jendon heavy? Yeah. Okay, so I think Jendon's heavy. So Jendon's yeah. heavy. Um, and then IG eighty eight moves speed five. I believe yeah. he's a he's awesome. I ran IG. Oh, IG eighty is excellent. He's Especially really against Shara. He I mean, slaughters Shara. He's the yeah. he's the counter to Shara. Yeah. So he just kind of runs up board and just. Flax the fuck out of the stuff, and and the I the Glad Two still can do plenty of damage on its own against ships without. ABT. Oh yeah, absolutely. As long as you're rerolling all your blacks, just yeah. goes for pure. Surprised damage. he didn't try and get what's his name in there. Although the combo that we always all thought was going to be so good, but nobody uses it. That the bomber squadron. What the hell's his name? He gives the free Jonas. accuracy. Jonas. Jonas. Yeah, I think Jonas is still decent. Yeah, I do too. I it really depends on your it. list, though. Well, he doesn't have points. He doesn't have yeah. He doesn't have points for it because uh, this is three hundred ninety-five points. Yeah, I used to run Jonas with a Glad Two demo, and I would just put a squadron token on it with Comsnet, and then just keep mm -hmm. Jonas by it. So whenever I attacked, I'd just fly him out, and then that red guy that it shoots. Yeah, that's an accuracy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, exactly. Yeah, <clears throat> and then yeah, now you've got you know three three blacks and an accuracy. Yep. So that's an interesting list that's come out that is uh, that has smashed Aceholes pretty bad. Uh, and I think it does good against big ships, too. I think he was doing good in the tournament, and he obviously won a Florida Regional. So well, well, those squadrons are too. really nasty against that's ships. That's also the interdictor with the HIE. That interdictor is a bruiser Yeah. yeah. with yeah. that that loadout, and it can survive. Because you, mm -hmm. you need to practice with it, but it's... Yep. So you get... Because you want shoot four dice, four blues and four blues. Uh, it's three blues and a red, I believe. Uh, two. Three blues and a red on each okay. on the front yeah. and side arcs. So your odds are pretty good of getting a blue crit. Yeah. Yep. So you have to exhaust HIE with the interdictor title. You want to exhaust it, and then you have a double arc. Ooh, you can't do that. You can't? Because you, you have you can only... Not the same yeah, activation. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to do the same activation. Because the interdictor only procs at the beginning of an activation. Okay, yeah. well, still. It, yeah, the... It's, the, still the, the uh, it's just not as good as... Interdictor is for to re-get targeting scramblers would be my... Yes, my get his targeting scramblers back, I would assume. You could also, if you had ECM on it, which he doesn't, I don't think, right? Nope. Instead, you could do two of ECM, and you could get your ECM back, which would be another option. Well, he's got Brunson on there, too, so he brings Brunson? Brunson back. Yeah, he yeah. brings Brunson back. Yeah, that, that's sort of... So it's easy. it's an engine to run Brunson and targeting scramblers. Yeah. Right. Yep. So you're stupid. You don't know yeah, what you're talking about. Yeah, you're just really stupid. You're just a dumb guy sitting there. Your dumb face. Stupid. Let's go back to playing X-Wing. <laughs> yeah. Good. Good. With all the other Cretans. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, X-Wing 2.0 is pretty fun. Is it? Yeah, yeah I've been enjoying it. it. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll talk about that later. So, yeah. All right. So, yeah, that's that list. It's an interesting list. You guys can chew on it. And it's also kind of a heads up, like, that build of an eye, of a, of a uh, interdictor, that's pretty common now. Like, if you haven't seen it, you've yeah. got to see it at, like, a regional or somewhere. Like, yeah. a lot of people are running... Their dicks like yeah. this. HIE has really made the dicks nasty. And it will do, do disposable capacitors. And disposable capacitors, yeah. 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 
that's uh, and Brunson, like Brunson, just Brunson's way up the survivability of these things too, and the tankiness of, yeah. along with she's so good. Uh, uh, the, the targeting so scramblers. Yeah, I remember when we when we first went over her, we were like, you know, I don't know how often you're next to obstacles. If you'll be able to, <laughs> you're always in range yeah. of an obstacle. Yeah. Turns out you don't, do it right. Yeah. You don't need game, to try yeah. at all to be, to get in range. You always are. It's not super hard. No, it's incredibly easy to yeah. be in one to two of an obstacle. So. All right, so that's that segment, and now we are going to go on to How My Room Tastes. See you over there. Oh, dear God, what the heck is a rim job? Oh, why, that's when you put your legs behind your head and have someone lick your ass. I can taste it in my mouth. It's just so bittersweet. It's right. All right, uh, and here we are in the Rim taste, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. rim taste, yeah. We're just trying to figure out how are the rim tastes. Yeah. Taste of the rim. I lost, I lost my place for a minute there. And here, um, we're going to start off with Matt Prime, <laughs> and he's going to go over his trip to Louisville. He's the only one of us, uh, only one from Michigan, I believe, that this went down probably there. the hottest hot take on anything that we've done. We're talking about shit that we did like three months I ago. I was give you yeah. guys time to try and remember what you did. Yeah. Matt, back before the new year. Yeah, Matt. Uh, Matt Prime. Uh, he came straight here from Kentucky, so he's he's hot off the hot off the beat, straight from the battlefield. So take it away, Matt. All right. Yeah. So yesterday, as of when we're recording this, we I was I went down to the Louisville Regional at Louisville. They say Louisville. Louisville. I know. Everyone else says it. Louisville. They lost the war. I thought it was. So Louisville. Louisville. I thought it was Louisville. Louisville. <laughs> You go into a you go into a sporting goods store. You you ask for a Louisville Slugger, but yeah. everyone there not it, it's they're weird. Anyways, wow, 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 yeah, he's never gonna get through this. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going back to that. He's talking about his drive from he's, wow, he's, wow. Already, yeah, he's already smoked. Like, yeah, <laughs> uh, Heroes Comics and Games hosted it. Comics and gaming, yeah, in Louisville. Yes, <laughs> it, was, it was a really nice store. It it seemed like more of a comic store that kind of just fell into having board board gamers and mini gamers show up. Mm-hmm. But no, it was it was a good spot. Great gaming space. There were there were twenty four people who showed up. They fit oh, nice. all of us easily. They could have fit another probably ten. Nice. There were twenty four players, and the guys went to three rounds. Yeah. The, the, the official one, you need 28 to do four. What? Or whatever, based on their tournament guidelines. You know, I just feel like it's stupid. Like all regional should be four rounds, just period. Yeah. I mean, all tournaments should be four rounds. The fast four format everyone should be using, obviously, by now. Yeah. We'll talk clearly. about it again at the end of the segment. Yeah. yeah. Which is clearly, yes. I don't know, man. Apparently, some guys, you know, in our neighboring state <laughs> think that two rounds is the way to go. <laughs> Yeah, that was a whole thing where they were screaming like two rounds is actually better or something. That's ridiculous. It's retarded is what it is, but yeah. Okay. It's because they ran a tournament where they won because it was only two rounds or something. Yeah, someone that wasn't good won because it was only two rounds. Wasn't Adepticon at one point only two rounds? Yeah, yeah, that's I think right. that's what it was. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. they used to only do two rounds there, yeah. Yeah, I think that's what yeah, it was. So right. they wanted the depth It was time. a side event of a side event. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the side side of a event. Yeah, it wasn't the worlds that we're about to see. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was like a nothing thing. Anyways. Yeah. So, yeah, we had the best excursion. We still haven't <laughs> talked about it yet. You is Phil. Yeah, so it was a good turnout. People coming in for all over. 
there were guys coming in from Indiana, a bunch of a group of like six or eight dudes came in from uh, Columbus, Ohio. Someone flew in from Baltimore. Nice. Yeah. I guess someone drove up from Alabama. I heard. I don't mm. know. I didn't actually talk to him. So, yeah, right. pulling from all over. Uh, yeah. So the first. Oh, so what I flew. So I have an ISD two with Jerjerod as my commander. And Jared. <laughs> I call him Jerbear. Jerbear. <laughs> yeah, that's adorable. Yeah, it's adorbs. Totes adorbs. Totes. Um. So yeah, it's uh, it's Jerjerod, <coughs> Avenger, leading shots, gunnery team, ECM, and wing commander. Got a Gazani Bomber Command, and then a Glad One with Demo, Ordnance Experts, APT, and Skill Force Officer. For my fighters, I've got a couple of them with uh, Dengar, Merrick Steel, three Defenders, and three Bombers. Clocking in at 395. So, all three games I played, I was outbid massively. Hmm. Everyone had... 20 plus point bids. I oh, wow. Wow. I don't like fucking with that. Yeah, every, they were all at least like right around 20. I think they were all more than 20. I, I assume they all wanted to go first. Yes. So, yeah. that, I mean, that, we've talked about that before. That actually sounds about right for people that really want to go first. If you need to go yeah, first. In the competitive scene now, yeah. I feel like you can't make lists that need to go first anymore. Well, Matt, spoiler alert, Matt punished him for it. So, yeah. <laughs> Let's. Yeah. So, so how'd uh, your games go? So, my first game. Can't remember the dude's name. He was he was in from Columbus. He was a good guy. He was flying. Let's see. He had a star destroyer. He had, he had a Kuat. He has a Quasar and an ISD. Um, he's got squadrons. I feel like I see like defenders. Maybe a fire spray. You want to see it? I, I got it here now. Okay. Too. We're all looking it up. Let's see. What did he... Yeah, um, he had a bunch of defenders. I, he had, I just wanted the listeners to He know. has yeah. long... We are all not doing that. Yeah. Yeah, so he had... Yeah. It's two ships. Two I'm ships, yeah. Something. It was a Thrawn two-ship. It was a Thrawn two-ship. Yeah, he had a bunch of defenders and fire sprays. And then he also had Dengar. Uh, one of the defenders was Merrick. Looks like maybe he had Boba, Boba. Fett. Yeah, yeah, he had Boba Fett in there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we played your fighter my ambush. My fighter ambush. Fighter ambush. Uh, so yeah, we uh, we set up opposite corners. He kind of drove towards me. He had pr he priced round two as you do as you do yeah you yeah. have to yeah. So we're we're driving at each other. He uh, he sped up to three with the kuat to get it to get it up there because we were opposite corners a little bit. He needed to close the distance. I was kind of I went out a little bit to kind of hook around. So I'd be facing him like almost front on, mm -hmm. not at an angle. Kind of keep the quasar out of range. Yeah, focus focus on the ISD and then get to the quasar mm -hmm. as we passed. Um, so I moved. So round two, I moved up. His kuat activated. Took a long shot at demo, and he moved up. He was like a nut hair short or close range on demo. Okay, nice. Yeah, so he. He activated that first. He wasn't able to get the black dice in there, which would have fucked them all up. Right. Yeah, I'm assuming he had like boarding troopers or something. Uh, no. No. Okay. No. Yeah. So he, he couldn't he, get the dice. He, yeah. he couldn't did it. He rammed me. He ended up ramming me. 
Ended up in close range. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So then demo goes, got out of the front dice, I rolled six damage. With both with, arcs? No, out, out, out of the front. Okay. Out of the front with two reds, two blacks, I rolled six dice, or nice. six damage. He redirected, he braced it and redirected off to the side. I get around him with my side shot. After my rerolls, I had eight damage. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. It was just like an APT, right? An APT both times, yeah. yeah. So you're and, already lighting this thing up. Yeah, so it was on fire, and then he was in medium range, I believe, of my Star Destroyer, and then that activated and just And poof. destroyed it? Poof. Yeah. So you so you took it from full health to, to dead, in, to one dead in one round? Yeah. Nice work. Did you bomb it at all with your squads? Uh yes. Okay. Yeah. Did Where you, were his squads? How were they not or did you just dead guard in there? When he moved this up, this was the, the, like the second activation when this happened. When right? he moved up the round before, uh-huh. he landed in the middle of the fighter ball. Oh, so I was able to reposition my guys, so I was engaged with like maybe one or two of his, mm-hmm. and all the rest of him <coughs> were pushed back. Okay, so yeah, see, I left I left his Merrick up front, so I could take him down with my defenders, and then I could start bombing. Yeah, you were actually able to take advantage of the deployment of fighter ambush on, on an obstacle in this game. Yeah, because I feel like going. usually something that hurts you, you have, you were able to actually use it to your advantage. Because he flew right into your squadron ball. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, he did that, and then... It's a bad idea, generally. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't, don't do, do that. that. Yeah. Pro tip, don't do that. Um, his yeah. Quasar was able to send his fighters to get demo, so demo went down, but then I got the Quasar and... And tabled. And tabled, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and some you gotta be careful of if you're running a list like this. I mean, your list actually really kind of qualifies for that too. But you only have two combat ships. Yes, it's you gotta be careful about getting tabled. Yep. Yeah. So your next opponent. So my next opponent was Tony, also from the Columbus group. He was flying Radis. And let's see, what did he have? He had Admo. He had Landbo with the. I was able to upgrade him with a nice old art card. Oh, nice. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Nice. It was definitely an upgrade. Uh, Obviously. <laughs> he had, uh, let's see, Radis was on a hammerhead lifeboat. He had another hammerhead with TRCs. They had Task Force Organa. And then he had Leia Comsnet, I believe, on one transport, and the other one was a slicer. Okay. okay. And um, he was radising in a Liberty. And right? he radised in a Liberty. And you don't care about slicer tools anymore and now because why? Oh, because Bill pulled this... You know, nice little officer upgrade that nobody's used in a while. The flight commander. Ever. Yeah. The wing, wing commander. Wing commander. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, yeah. oh. That yeah. doesn't have to worry about being sliced anymore. So no, wing, you just change this shit back. Wing, wing yeah. commander allows you, before you reveal a dial, you can change it to a squadron command. Yeah, so we figured out talking, like, <clears throat> it's as long as you're just looking to do one thing, it's still cheaper than taking Thrawn, and you can still do Jergerod and, like, do all the stuff Jergerod yeah. does. Yeah. It's, it's like one of those upgrades, like you just, it came out forever ago and nobody uses them anymore. Like, there's one for every type of command. And, like, and the Wing Commander is the only one that's worth a shit. Yeah, well the other ones, there's one that like lets you do a concentrate fire every turn. Or yeah. like a, whatever whatever their names are, I wouldn't yeah. know, but yeah, they exist Although for Although with that time. officer upgrade that lets you get an extra dice when you use a token and all that, that could actually, well, no, it's still garbage. No, it's still, no, it's still, no, it's still garbage. Do you have... A big silver spoon duct taped to his Admo as he was feeding it to you when he, <laughs> when he flew it up the board. So, no, so we'll get to that. So he spread out. 
he kind of deployed his like the kind of usual. I hope he does. The usual kind of radish deployment where you're kind of spread out across the board. Uh-huh. He had his two transports in the middle. He had Admo off to one side, and then he had the two hammerheads off. You know, because he had a task force or um, Organo maybe. Yeah, you put it in the chat. Yeah, yeah, one of the yeah. uh, one of the type one of the task force though. So he kept them together. And I deployed. I put my bomber command in the middle, and then started dropping squadrons to delay. And then I put demo in my ISD opposite his admo. He got really aggressive. Turn one, he sped up to speed four with admo to get right up in my face. And then uh, the slicer team had quantum storm on it, so he they were both speed four essentially, getting mm-hmm. right up in there. And it's like, well, shit, here comes Gratis. So I spread out my squadrons to try and deny him an optimal drop. So he ended up dropping off to the side, kind of in the middle of the table, looking into me. And then because it couldn't, because that couldn't go first, Adma was in medium range of my Star Destroyer. So it was able to get a real good shot off, but he didn't want to take the full front shot of the ISD. Right. He sped it around me. He kept it at speed four, which got him well clear of it. But where he ended up, ended up being the next round, he kind of flew off the board, which... <laughs> Because he didn't have a nap command. He flew off or he did? Oh, he flew off, yeah. Okay. So, you got to watch out with... I feel like everybody has flown an MC-30 off the board once, right? Yes. Like when you first started using it. Yeah, sure, them. yeah. The I mean, first thing, dude, is like... Because you get to speed four and it's like, you're like, I need more clicks. Because <laughs> they suck at speed four. Yeah. Maneuver-wise. Did you ever fly an ISD off the board uh, turn one when you were first starting to play? No. Because it has that big ass. When, when you swing it, I, I did it one time <laughs> where I had it set up and, like, I did a one-click turn, and then, like, the back corner was, like, off the board. Off Whoops. the back? <laughs> <laughs> well, I like, almost did it. I've I, I, I never done it, but, like, I was like, fuck, I should have deployed like this because I knew I could do it with an MC-80. It was, dude, it was, like, when I was first but. playing, and I was like, yeah, I, I did this, and it was with you. You're going forward. You must have been going sideways. I don't remember, dude. I just remember that I, I did turn it off the board. Nice. Like, Swung the ass off the board. Yeah. Yeah. Nice work. Don't was, do that. Before obviously. I knew like how to set up, it was like oh, literally okay. one of my first games. Well, that doesn't count. But, I mean, but it's still funny to talk about. That's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I flew an assault or an assault frigate off the board at Worlds like two or three years ago. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. I mean, should JJ did it last Worlds. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. It happens true. to all of us. It'll, it will happen. <laughs> so anyway, go through that game. So uh, up. his Liberty um, nuke demo because I couldn't get demo out of medium range of his ship and mm-hmm. poof. Yeah. Yeah, it happens, but. Um, all of my fighters went in and fired for effect on the Liberty. Stripped him of all shields. Next turn, the Liberty went... The same turn, Admiral went, flew off the board. The Liberty mm-hmm. went down to a blaze of glory. Yep. Um, was that kind of the end, or did you try and chase down the hammerheads? Actually, so I was turning off anyways, because I was going to circle that way, and off chance he was going to bring him in. Yeah. And he did. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. He just gave those two? He just got the beast? Yeah, yeah. and... Honestly, I got, I started feeding points off of those because we were playing precision strike. Precision strike, yes. Oh, yeah. The one, the one I can never remember. <laughs> and actually, that was that was what fucked his uh, his liberty. My my fighters went in and they got the the comms noise, and he was at speed one because he had quad battery turrets. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, so he slowed his ass down. Yep, and he dropped him to zero. Because <laughs> I was bombing him, I was bombing him. He, and he used his redirect. He used one of his braces. He was hanging on to one of his braces because I had Avenger. 
And then I flipped, we flipped one up and he looked at it. And I'm like, yeah, I'll drop you to speed zero. And he's like, what? You can do that? I'm like, yes, you can with that crit. You'd be like, read the card, man. Yeah. And he looked at it. He's like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, that's oh. a bummer. Because we've all been there. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> happened to me before. But, like, you always have that worst crit possible. Yeah. Yeah. It's no. really great when it happens to your opponent, though. Right. Yeah. Yes, it's awesome. Yeah. 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 And I had one, I remember, I was playing with a Kraken list, and he had, like, one big ship and got the crit where you can't attack obstructed ships. I'm like, okay, cool, I win. <laughs> 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 you can't attack any of my things. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. So, so you ended up tabling him, right? I ended up tabling him, yeah. yeah. So Matt's flying through the tournament here. He's tabled two opponents yeah. so far. Yeah. Sitting at 19 points after two rounds. Yeah. And strong. like we bitched about in the beginning, like uh, they didn't do four because it's whatever. Yeah. yeah. So you only had three rounds. So we only had three round. rounds. So my third round at top table, I'm facing Nick. Okay. He, uh, it was funny because we were sitting down. He's like, oh, yeah, you uh, you know Dane then, right? I played him two worlds ago. So we're, yeah. we're talking up a little bit before we start playing. He had, he had something kind of interesting. He had an ISD2 as well. Also with Jerry. He had a Quasar with, let's see, Ruthless Strategist, Flight Controllers, Boosted Comms, Squall. But his uh, his squadrons he had was what really threw me. He had a whole bunch of aces. He had Morna, Vader, Zertic Strom, Boba Fett, Mauler, Merrick. No, there's a, when you said the pick, there's a, um, Gar Saxon's in there somewhere, isn't he? No. No. That's, that's, sure? probably, that's probably Morna. Oh, that was Morna? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So he had he had all these and honestly I'm looking I'm like the hell are you and I'm kind of I'm sitting there realizing it, it's like these are high haul pretty heavy hitting squadrons he's got mm-hmm. here right it's like well shit and we played my fighter ambush again so we set up he set up kind of kind of in the middle of the board which he's fine taking because he's got squads that because he's got too yeah. yeah I set up in the corner so I'm kind of focused on his star destroyer kind of ignoring his quasar. And then I split up my fighter group. My idea was to try and, if he wanted to go after my squads, he was going to have to commit to one or the other. Yeah. Ideally. Um, and the ones I threw out there were my bombers. Uh-huh. And my thought was to the TIE bombers are going to be more of a threat than the defenders <coughs> from the, uh, the anti-ship perspective. So mm-hmm. hopefully I can get them to tie and mess up with those guys. Yeah. And... He burns them down, so what? It frees up my ships to be unmolested as I'm going into his stuff. So we go in, we start we start activating, start moving in a little bit. He juke his first he starts off speed three and he kinda juked and angled out a little bit. Yep. He had oh he had price on his starter shirt as well, so he price turned two. Mm-hmm. Which is what you do when you take price. Which is what you usually do, yeah. I don't know why you wouldn't. The only time is if you think you can do it in round one. Yeah. <laughs> You can't go three or it's trouble. Yeah. Yeah. So he uh, he did that. I was able to get... So turn two, I was able to throw a couple bombers in. Demo went in. He had a, he took a long range... I took a long range shot from the front and was able to get a close range shot up at the side. Nice. Start burning through most of his shields. Get a couple of cards on him. The ISD goes. I throw a couple more cards on him. So we get, I get six cards on him. And I'm able to juke out of his front arc with Jerry. So I'm able to avoid his, his front arc return shot. Nice. Which was nice. So you got that going for you. So yeah. I got that going for me, which is, you know. <laughs> um, turn three, I'm kind of sweating bullets because all of his squadrons are in positions where he he's going to light me up, and he's got me double arced from mm-hmm. his front and his side. So I'm going to like, shit, this is it. I was able either how we had 
placed our squadrons or just what he was trying to kill. He wasn't able to get a lot of effective shots onto my ship with his squads. Mm-hmm. And I still had all my most of my shields and everything, so I was able to take his two shots. <clears throat> all right, and then he was able to skirt around behind me because he was still at three. So he was effectively out of it. And at that point, I'm like, I can't, I can't get his his quasar because it was staying far enough away, where at best it would be a long range shot. No, and a star destroyer from long range for one shot can't do it. So it's like, all right, we're gonna pour on the flag. Yeah, <clears throat> it was, it was, it was brutal. And then we ended up. He got one more shot in with the starters right out the side. I shot out my rear. Demo got away clean. And then we just kind of ended at and end of turn four. He was the game like, was kind of over. The game was pretty much over. He, he was going to try and uh, he sent his squads in a last-ditch effort to try and farm a couple points off my ISD. Mm-hmm. He wasn't able to get through the shields, though, because it depends on cards. you got to put cards on Right, yeah, yeah. Right. So he wasn't able to get through the shields. And after that, I engineered, and it's like, okay, yeah, it's... We can't do anything. So you just called it. We just called that for five, yeah. Yeah. What did that game end up <coughs> So I ended up losing that game a 7-4 because he ended up getting through all of my squadrons. Okay. Yeah. Because no ships were killed, but <coughs> well, you lost your Gazanti. Right? I lost my Gazanti. Yeah, but I got... So he burned through all of my squadrons. On his side, he had Zerdig and Vader both on one hull, and Merrick and Mourner were both on three hull. Mm. Oh. It was like... I remember someone's when I attack had gone a... a little bit differently, it would have swung the game... Yeah, I remember when I played a few years ago, because I had a pretty heavy squad list, too, and he used a very similar squadron complement, and he did a really good job of using Escort to really separate my shots, so I had to, and I had the same thing where I had a bunch of his squads down at low health, but most of mine were dead, Yeah, and he did a really good job using Escort to force me, this guy can shoot at that guy, and this guy can shoot at that guy, so like, each one of my fighters can shoot at one of his fighters, and he did a really good job, I'm assuming he did something similar or tried to at least. He tried to. He yeah. was. It was a lot. Having the speed five makes that easier to avoid. It was really. It felt like that was like where the whole game was. Us deploying and countering each other's squads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To just take them, try and take them out of the game. Because I was, I was feeding him defenders so that Vader and Morno weren't shooting at my ships. Sure. And I was trying to just burn him down on the process, but they were all so high hole, it just took forever. <clears throat> right. Good yeah. rolls, bad rolls. And yeah, he, it, t- it took him four separate squad shots between Boba Fett and Zertic to take down a TIE bomber. Nice. Yeah, which was great for me, but it was just right. like, he's rolling blanks and crits, and it's like, man. <laughs> <laughs> Bummer, dude. He was getting <laughs> frustrated by it, and I'm just kind of like, wow, this is ridiculous. He should have died three shots ago. But, yeah. There it goes that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how'd the tournament end up for you? So the tournament ended up, I ended up with, uh, so it'd be 23 points. Huh? Placed third. Very good. Third based on MOV. I was tied with uh, another guy. Yeah, Nick Nick ended up, he won that game, but he got leapfrogged by the guy who won at table two. He had a 10. So he came in second. I can't remember the guy who came in first or what he had even. Yeah. But it was uh, it was a good tournament. Like they put that real nice space. The, uh, the owners were good people. The judge... You didn't interact with at all? I No, I was, <laughs> talking, I was talking about the good bit. I can't remember his... It starts with an A. He was a good guy. Aaron. <laughs> We're going to go with Aaron. Aaron. <laughs> sure. Good job, Aaron. You ran a yeah. good tournament. Yeah. No, yeah, it was... Uh, yeah, friendly people. Everyone who everyone came out, they just came out to play Armada, have a good time. Cool. Great. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. All right, so what else I have on here? Let's talk about this real quick. Up, upcoming regionals that we're going to go to. Mm-hmm. So... 
All of us are going to be in Ohio next weekend for the Ohio Regional. Uh, and that's in Springfield, Ohio, which is just a <laughs> shitty little Ohio town. The shop's not bad, but... The shop's not bad. It's, it's, in, like this, cool. it's in like this half-abandoned mall yeah. or something. Because they've had that... They had their regional there, not last year, but the two previous years they had it. It's there. called like Epic Loot. Or Epic like Loot yeah. Games. Yeah. Um, but it's a decent venue, like yeah. a lot of space in the place. It's it's not bad. I will say the place they had their regional last year in Ohio, I think did a better job. I do too. I agree. I'm kind of bummed it's not there. <clears throat> and plus that was yeah. a lot closer. It, it was, was like an hour closer. It was, closer. It was Cleveland was area. I think so. I thought it was still like three hours. <clears throat> Either way though, I mean, Epic Loot did a fine job, but I just think the other place was better. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it's there. I'm looking at going to the Indianapolis Regional. I don't know. When is that? I February 2nd? I probably. Ooh, I think it might be in Florida. Okay. But I'll look. I might go with you. I might go with you. Okay. I don't know. I'll see, how, I'll, see how, uh, I'll see how next week goes. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm seeing how next week goes and see how the rest of like planning and stuff goes out. And I'm kicking around the idea of going to Chicago and doing their regional. But I don't know if I can get away twice in one month. <laughs> when, is it's the main end issue. Of February? No, theirs is like middle of February. Okay. It's like uh, be able to do that. Chicago's is February sixteenth. Okay. So might go to that, and then of course we're all going to Worlds. Yeah. Uh, end of March, but that's the only as a podcast. The only one we're all going to for sure is Ohio because Michigan, for some fucking reason, we got fucked out of a regional, even though we had the second largest regional in the world mm-hmm. last year. But for like, some reason, and it was like we second didn't get largest one. by far. Like, yeah, it wasn't even close. The one that was ahead of us had like a few more people, maybe even a lot more people. I don't know. I think it was but, the one in FFG. But then, yeah, that and that one was. It was one more. in like Maryland, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it was, was the like, Nova guys. They had like forty people. Yeah, the yeah. Nova one. And, but right. we had like thirty-five, and then I think the next one after us was like twenty. I don't know, something like that, probably. But either way, yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, we and we. We still couldn't get straight answers as to why we didn't get a fucking regional, but we did. So yeah, whatever. That's why, like, we we're having a there's a caravan of people from Michigan going down. Yeah, there's, there's gonna be a lot of us down there for that Ohio regional. So it's gonna be a big one next week. We'll get a regional next year, I'm sure. Well, I, I sure hope. so. I think I think the problem is the stores that are big enough. We don't go to very often because they suck. Because it, it, it just happens to be that like the big the big stores here in Armada is not going on. We also had like suck. four stores closed down in the last six months around here. That's true. So, That's like, true. PC Comics went out. Like, well, fuck those guys. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the Ann Arbor shop closed down. Oh, did it? Yeah. That's a shame. Really? Yeah. Get your game on out of business. Oh, I thought you meant both. Oh, uh, that's not really a game shop. That's, that's more comic books. Yeah. But yeah, so those two went out. Uh, Imperium's gone. Like Imperium's oh, right. where they used to have X-wing regionals. Yeah, that, that place was yeah. huge. Yeah, that place was big. So yeah, we. And funny enough, it's the closest store to where I live, but yeah. nobody, we, none of us ever went. <laughs> <know. laughs> and it's a really convenient location. Yeah, it's super it's convenient. Right, right off, off the expressway. Yeah, yeah. Like the stores we play at are all hard to get to. That <laughs> one's just super easy. Like yeah. that one's like way further for me than all the other ones, but I can get there faster. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah. ten shops big enough to have a regional. It will be. For it sure. will be. That building is gigantic. Nice. Yeah. We're gonna yeah. try. I mean, I'm not gonna say right in stone, but hopefully, gatekeepers because in Berkeley will be having the Armada Regional next year. I think we're. He, I will guarantee we're gonna put in for it. Well, we right run now. a lot of tournaments <laughs> out of there. Yeah. And we run at least four kits a year. Well, he's he's upgrading a store. The store's about to be like quadruple in size. He's like, yeah, he's it's getting, a yeah. lot. He's getting bigger. a huge space. Yeah. So it's gonna be, 
he'll have plenty of room for regional Definitely. and then some. And he's got taps. Yeah, they're the gonna beer taps. Well, you put in. Yeah, hopefully they're gonna have beer there and stuff. So. so that should be fun. Hopefully next year we'll have a regional. We'll let you guys know when it, if if that happens. Yeah. yeah. Well, I get. I will guarantee he will put in for it. Whether they get it or not. Yes. Yeah. Well, we can also guarantee that we will run our MATA tournaments there. Yes, that will happen. We'll get quarterly sure. kits for sure. That'll absolutely happen. <laughs> fucking Hawaii got a reach. I know. Fucking Honolulu, <laughs> Hawaii. Who knew anybody played out there? Like, I so badly want to go to that regional. Just A, just to Hawaii. Win. Just to go to Hawaii. Yeah. And A, beat the other three guys that show up or right. something like <laughs> There's no way it's going to have a turnout of more than a couple people. Right. They Unless can. they have some maybe, sort of... Maybe they do. Maybe there's like dozens of Hawaiians is there like playing some, Armada. Is there some weird like almost, you know... Like a cult? Like a cult like <laughs> yeah, or like an Amish community type thing where nobody's ever heard of them in the rest of the Armada community, but there's like this big scene in Hawaii nobody knows about. I doubt that's I the case. I hope so. $800 but, plane ticket to get out there. <laughs> well, man, it is Hawaii though. Then we get to say in Hawaii. Yeah. I would make it part of a big vacation, but I mean, it's obviously not going to happen. It's fucking like it's what? It's in two weeks. It's in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not going to work. Maybe next year. <laughs> but man, yeah. Next year? Seriously. If Honolulu, Hawaii gets another regional, the I'm fucking going The problem is we won't there. know when the regional is until it's too late to book it. Uh, Given FG's, FFG's yeah. track record, yeah, we're going to know like three weeks in advance. That's yeah. true. Yeah, that's a good point. Either way. Fuck you, Honolulu, Hawaii. Yeah. How did you get one over Detroit? No, you know, know what? No, fuck those people in Brisbane, Australia, getting three or four. Australia in general got a shit ton. Yeah, no, but yeah. there's a city that has three. Yeah. One city has three regionals in Australia. The fuck? What do you got going on, Brisbane, Australia? Yeah. Well, unless, actually, unless I think we've got listeners. I know. I actually know we have listeners there. Uh, I think tell I us what the fuck happened to Brisbane. Yeah. How the fuck did you guys get three regionals in one city in Australia? Blow. Yeah, and, and where do we do, where do we go to blow it? Yeah, yeah. I, who did you blow? <laughs> Just lead us, point us in the right direction. Yeah, we will. We will also blow it. We'll also blow the guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The... Or if you're the guy and you want to get blown, <laughs> just let us know. Let us know. We we'll, can we'll make a trip down under. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So anyways, yeah, that's what's going on. Um, also, real quick, we did run a quarterly kit at Fun For All, which is a place in uh, Ypsilanti, which is here in Michigan. All of us were in it. Uh, we ran a bunch of different stuff. I don't want to go into a bunch of detail. Yeah, we, we already talked about a tournament. We've we, we already talked about a tournament. We wanna, we wanna it was fun. It was fun. Jeff. Who made all the alt arts? You guys are enjoying. Oh, won, yeah. the, won the tournament. He beat me on MOV. We tied for mm -hmm. first, and he beat me on MOV. Yep. Because Jeff's a sneaky motherfucker like that. He man. is He'll, a sneaky motherfucker. And, and that some bitch. He's won. He won two store championships this past That's season. right. Yeah, that was the one he did. Yeah. 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 With a list that we built on the way down to one of them. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, he won the Toledo one. Right? Yeah, yeah. I think he won it, and we did Luke win that one. It doesn't matter. We I don't won know. the list in the yeah, car. That wasn't good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff's won two store championships. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Jeff's very good. I think he won the one at uh, Fun For All. Fun For All, and then the one in Guild of Blades, he won. Yeah. yeah. Guild of Blades. That was the other one he won. Yeah. We yeah. can actually just go to the... <laughs> we have a Facebook chat group that all everybody that plays in Metro Detroit has, and everybody has, like, stupid fucking titles to their names and yeah. shit like that. <laughs> and everybody that's won, like, a, like his is, like, Master, Master of Blades. Fun For All. Yeah. And, Destroyer. Of I finally got rid of mine of Reek. Something, yeah. Dave was, I was, I was having a bad streak. We just named him Reek. You, you merely upgraded back to Euron. Yeah, Euron. No, yeah, yeah, no, no, Theon. Theon. Yeah, Theon. Yeah, 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 I'm Theon again. Yeah, yeah. 
We can cut your dick off again and drive it back to Whoa. Gotta keep on your A game. I guess so. Shit. It still says Reek, actually. Damn it. Good, keep it. Do not change it. You got, I say you gotta win a tournament before you're not Reek anymore. That's probably true. Or at least a quarterly kit. You gotta win a kit. Yeah. Then we'll. Then we'll I got third Reek. at the last like, one. Like it's not terrible. But, like, but it's also just a quarterly week, kit. You can, you can get off that. All right. If I get, get like, if I get like second at regionals, I think I can get off of it too. I'll tell you what. If you get, it, depending on turnout. Now, like if there's like thirty plus people there, if you get top eight at Ohio, we can get rid of the Reek title. Okay. I think that's fair. I think. Thank you. That seems yeah. reasonable. That seems reasonable. As long as there's four rounds and 30-plus players or whatever we need to get four rounds. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. better fucking be, man. I'm going to be so pissed well, yeah, cause if there's only there's three rounds. There's eight of us coming down. No, there's there's ten or eleven. Ten or... Yeah. yeah so there's the ten That's right just there. Michigan. I was talking to some of those Columbus guys. They were talking... They're, well, they're going to go. They're going to have another good group going out. Well, they should. It's only like 45 so. minutes from them. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's near well, Columbus. I'm sure all the ones that were willing to drive to Louisville <laughs> or Louis, Louisville... <laughs> um, are gonna are gonna drive to Columbia. Are gonna drive right, to yeah, Springfield. Lava, lava. lava. <laughs> I gotta think there's gonna be at least thirty people. Um, there's a bunch of Chicago good. guys coming down. I think. Good. Um, I was talking good. to Nick. He's yeah. gonna make it out because he's right Nick's in the middle going? of all these. Yeah. Oh, nice. He's from like Indy, right? He said he's okay. right in like the middle west like, of India. We gotta talk JJ to drive down. Attention. We interrupt this broadcast doing Pure Holland at for an important alert. All loyal Imperial subjects are to be on the lookout for Carlos Riken, a known leader in the so-called Rebel Alliance. If spotted, do not engage, but alert your local Imperial authorities. Repeat, all loyal Imperial subjects are to be on the lookout for Carlos Riken, a known leader in the so-called Rebel Alliance. If spotted, do not engage, but alert your local Imperial authorities. A substantial reward will be provided for information leading to his capture. End message. So, yeah. All right, so that's what we got going on. That's what's coming up, and that's it. It's okay when it's in a three-way. It's not gay when it's in a three-way. With a honey in the middle, there's a leeway. The area's playing in a one-two-three-way. All right, welcome in to Current Hole, but not my bottom bitch. This is the section where we talk about stuff we're playing that isn't Armada, otherwise of Armada. Um, and in here, we're going to talk about... The big thing we've been playing lately is... Uh, the new Mother of Dragons expansion for the Game of Thrones board game. We put in three or four games now. Well, we together played two, but Matt I played, played another one. I think you played another one. So I've played three games. Yeah. Matt, you, you played, played, about, played about the four, same, maybe, maybe yeah. four, yeah, somewhere in there, yeah. Um, it turned out it was really good. It's fun. It's fun. Targaryens might be really... I think it might be broken. I don't think so. I don't think so. There's no way. There's no way it went through testing that long and it's broken. We've how many games have we collectively done? Like six? Has Targaryen lost any of them? So we've done You did so two I've, I've family. Done, I've done four altogether. Right, and you did an additional one that yes. we didn't do. So that's five games. Did Targaryen win <clears throat> all five of them? Well the additional one we did Brian was there and Matt was there. Yeah, that was yeah, you just You were the there. one that wasn't there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Targaryen won. So Targaryen Okay, so five games, five Targaryen wins. Sure. But we're early on playing the game. We haven't realized how to fight against Targaryen. Here's the problem, though. I, I think I don't think there is a way to fight against Targaryen because if the way to do it is to go over there and you have to maybe we should like break down what this is a little bit. So if you played the original Game of Thrones board game, there's an Essos expansion. We've talked about it on the podcast. 
So you got to get over to Essos to fight the dragons and get at least a couple of them killed before they get really strong. Well, the problem to do, to do that, you have to send like your whole force over there. Yeah. And if you do that, someone's going to just backstab you and take your whole home. And you're going to get your ass kicked. So know, that's a part of the Game of Thrones. You have to make an alliance with someone and just be like, hey, if you don't let me do this, Targaryen will win. But so you I gotta just, leave me alone. Leave my at least leave my home area alone and let me go fight in Essos. You, what you do is you, if you really want to do. But the problem is then you run into that like where Targaryen players get smashed every game because they won't be left alone. But right. but can you smash Targaryen? I don't know if you can. Well, play that's it. the thing. I mean, because you might have two have... people go do it. But like, so if Stark and Martell go after Targaryen, and that's what we were gonna do in our last game. But then I got just like double dicked. Right. Because of the vassal, <laughs> because of the, but the vassal system stopped me from doing it. Yep. So, yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I feel like it's a little broken. I like the Targaryen. I do, you, too. You, you do need to have an alliance, but you have you have four houses that are in a position that can get over there. You have Stark, Aaron, Baratheon. The problem is all Arnold. of them have two people at their doorstep waiting yeah. to take their shit the second they leave. That's true. Yeah. But for any of those places, as long as you still hold your home area... Just replace the castles you lose with the ones in Essos if you can. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. I mean that's the that's the answer. It is, and then come back to Westeros <laughs> after you've secured Essos. Sure, uh, but it's really hard too because I don't like it's not like the Targaryen player is going to roll over either when you go over. Right. The Targaryen player they start off with three knights and like three or four boats. Too. Yeah, so they, they start and they off have a little bit tougher, and yeah. they can build more than anyone else can. <laughs> and the dragons, and the dragons, so, oh, and they start out with a ton of supply. Yeah. Which yeah. is like they the, actually like, start like, like so they start the game above their supply. You got to be careful, right? If there's a reckoning before you get that extra that fourth barrel that's in Essos, you can get fucked. If your armies are too big, you got to mm -hmm. be careful there. So I I I'm I'm very reticent to say that it's broken. <clears throat> I I can't believe that it went through that much testing. I think it's more on us. We got to figure out how we deal with Targaryen. The other seven houses have to yeah figure yeah out how to deal with it. something. There's there's you, something. I mean, you're, you might be right. I just. I feel like we would have done this by now. Well, nobody really tried against me, so right, I'm, I'm the, the last one that went. It's too hard to try it. Because uh, the way the game is set up. And, like, adding Aaron in makes it so it's really tight in Westeros. And, like, I don't think that anybody the, can get seven castles the one with we played, on the board. The one That's we the played, other problem. I, as Aaron, that turn five, I was in a position, if everything fell just right, I could have had... I could have expanded three castles with one. Right, yeah, but Bill would have stopped you. But Bill, yeah, someone ended up... The problem is, even if you can do me, it, I then Targaryen can stop you very easily. Not not, not in, like, turn five. Those dragons only power two. That's a knight. Yeah, I know, but if they come in with a knight, and you have... I mean, one of your castles is going to be poorly defended. It's impossible to have a strong force at seven different castles. Uh, or six to, different ones, at least. Well, if, if you can cascade it right... That's they what you have to do. You have to cascade it. You have to get to a spot where you can take two to three castles in one turn. Yeah. Right, but even if you can do that, it doesn't matter because one of them will be undefended when you have six. And Targaryen's going to get a turn and bring in a couple of dragons and win. Well, that's why you have to cascade it, though. You can't you can't leave them in a position where they can drop in three dragons on... But you can't stop them from doing that. <clears throat> no, you just have to, you have to get lucky. Right, you, but that's the problem is everyone else needs to get lucky... In Targaryen, or you need just to, needs to wait. You just need to you need to team up with somebody. And yeah. Say, there was a spot where I was playing as Tyrell when Brian won. 
that I had a chance to win. Yeah. I had one thing go wrong because <laughs> I still had Loris Tyrell to move my attack order. I yeah. was going to take three castles that turn and get there. Sure. But I can't remember what it was now, but something happened that stopped me. Like it was one little thing that got in my way or else I was going to cascade three and get it done. So there was an instance where Tyrell could have won there. Well, sure. One little I'm thing not, went wrong. I'm not saying it's impossible for someone else to win. Sun spirit, well, yeah, it was Sunspirit. <laughs> I couldn't take fucking Sunspirit. Yeah. I left so many dead... So my tactics were good. Like, I was getting a crowd. Yeah. I was getting everywhere I went. But my soldiers sucked dick. Yeah. <laughs> like, they could not fight. They just kept dying on the fucking... Uh, at the gates of Sunspear. Like, well, the, the tides of battle. I got... Yeah, 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 the yeah. tides of battle were fucking me, too. I got to the point where I'm like, if I just pile up enough bodies in front of Sunspear... Maybe they'll leave due to the stink, or that'll get me over the walls or something. But that that didn't work. No. So. Did you guys talk about the power tokens? No. No? I uh, robbed Mike. <laughs> what did you do? When we played at your house. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. really great. <laughs> <laughs> so you can trade power tokens now, like, Freely. eight people off? Yeah, yeah at any time, yeah. <laughs> One so, of the guys, oh, I, forget oh, what, yeah. I forget what he wanted you to do. Well, was I think it was something that Matt you had played. It was a, you, you did it to Mike, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Matt had a card that was like, if you have fewer power tokens than your opponent, you get, like, plus... If, if, if I oh, have, yeah, he had an Aaron yeah, card that yeah, gives you him yeah. a bonus if you have... If, if, if I, you uh, have more or less power tokens than them, I think. Yeah. So he wanted to dump his temporarily. Yeah, so the guy right. he's fighting was like, hey, I'll <laughs> give you eight power tokens, and then after the fight, you just give me seven back. I'll give you one. And it like a second went by, and I was like, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> so he gives me all of his eight power tokens, and then the fight happens. And then afterwards, I was like, yeah, I'm not giving you these back. Yeah. <laughs> It was so great. It too. was so amazing. Mike uh, just kind of stopped and stared at him for a second. Dude, he like did not. It did not occur to him like that. That was, and I was shocked that no one else like took him up on that. I offer. was trying to, <laughs> but no. no after you said, me. "I'm like, well, I'll do it." I'm yeah, like, no, I'll do it too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's great. I'll take your money. Um, I think maybe it just took a second for all of us to realize what, yeah. what the offer was like. I'm like oh wait, yeah, we'll just take that and then not give it back. <laughs> it's like a starving dog just gets a whiff of fresh blood. And yeah, it, it staggers him for a second before he starts. You know. Yeah. <laughs> no, I ended up giving him three power tokens only because I was maxed out on power and I had three crown tokens down that I was going to take power from. So just for that to have an effect. <laughs> But we were just saying that um, Dane's very concerned that the game's broken for Targaryen right now. I don't know, man. I don't know. You either. almost won. Yeah. A lot of people almost won, but right. Targaryen always yeah. wins. Well, I, I moved At out. At this point. We've only played five games. I know, but that's yeah. a... <clears throat> well, I've only, I've only played you, three. You can't even really count the two games I played with my brothers, because that was like their third and fourth times playing. Okay. <clears throat> but was one of them Targaryen? Yeah, they were there. It was you know, the same same number of playthroughs, and it was well, no, a, but were they different play, person? Who, who was, it was a different person each time. Okay, but the point is, so, so even the novice players were winning with Targaryen. Yeah. Okay. Maybe the game's just made that way because Targaryen's supposed to win. Maybe <laughs> they're supposed to be the ruler of Essos. Well, and maybe that's the idea. Or Westeros. Um, and, and if that's the idea, then you know, fine. But well, yeah, well, then then it won't be fun, and nobody's going to play anymore. Well, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I I can't believe that's true. I. I think it's more on us to figure out how to deal with Targaryen. Well, yeah, I think you have to. It's very new. It's very new. I yeah. think it's more that you actually have to use another part of this game, which is alliances and working out deals with people. Yeah. I think it's way more of that. I think and, it puts more of an emphasis on it. And, and the games go, well, 
if we were playing so slow getting used to it, they go faster now. They're all ending in like turn seven and eight now. They're not going ten rounds. Because no. Targaryen will win in turn seven or eight. Right. Yeah. Like, well, you know, and I think the other problem with that is that now Stark can't win. Uh, the only way Stark could win was in turn eight or nine or ten, and it never gets that far. Yeah. Yeah, maybe Stark's not. Know. Know. Unless maybe they can win by taking stuff in Essos that maybe maybe it's on them before. now to get to Essos. Maybe they're the ones that need to go to Essos. We just need to play it more. Maybe. Yeah. And maybe and I hope that that's true because I love the game and I don't want it to be like broken and not fun. We can also just not play with We can also just not play with Targaryen. That makes sure. If we decide it's broken, that's what we'll do. And then I think it would be really fun again. It'll be um, fine. Yeah. But I, I'm concerned that it's that it's broken. The vassal system I think I like. It can like I think the worst case scenario was what was happening we did in our last game. Mike had Baratheon and he had Vass or Terrell as a vassal and he was you know, kind of corn cob and me as Martel. I think that's probably right, the dude, worst. It's fucking annoying. It can get, but I don't think yeah. it was that awful. The, well, the, you the, with Baratheon when I was Targaryen, that shit was annoying because I was Lannister. I was on the other side of the board. I'm like, hey, hey, Joffrey, listen to your grandfather. Yeah, attack that guy. Yeah, so <laughs> you sent like an expedition over. Yeah, to he killed because, the dragon because this was right after I had played. It's like, no, we need to we need to deal with this now, or it's going to cascade. And nobody listening. And then the second time, <laughs> I, played, I was bolting. Sorry, Matt. and then Chris had Greyjoy, and he was just doing shit just to like annoy me. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. the vassal shit's just fucking. It, yeah, I think it'll be better if we have more bidding on the Iron Throne because both those games we played, we bid on it collectively like three times. Yeah, well, and I think the vassal system when we played, we had the first game we played, we had one vassal, and the second game we had two vassals. Yeah, I think it'll work better if there are more vassals. Like if there are three vassals, I think it. Yeah, because like trying to get first or second on the Iron Throne takes a lot of power. Uh, Whereas trying to get third is a lot easier. It just makes more people have vassals. They're right. going to change around more. Uh, I, I feel like just, for whatever reason, this may be part of the reason the games went the way they did too. We didn't like ever bid on the tracks. We bid like three that's times. Just that's just the way the cards came. And that was just random. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That had nothing to do with nothing's broken because of that. It was random. But and that may have led to that more. Because yeah. there was like hardly any bidding in either game. Just, we, never, like, we didn't even reconcile supply or any of that shit. Like, yeah, there was a lot of things. That, I think yeah, both of those games yeah. went a little weird when the cards came yeah. out. But that's that's fine. The game, like nothing that's happens. what makes the game different. Nothing happens. Recently, there was a lot of nothing, nothing happens. happens. Yeah. <laughs> Last days of summer. Or, or it was like cards where, you know, the second game I feel like we had a ton of things like you can't play this type of order. Yeah. yeah. But very little yeah. anything else. Uh, a lot of mustering. But... Um, I mean, I, I think it's fun. I, I like the expansion. The new cards are good. Um, I think the way they did Targaryen is cool. I, I do think it's a little overpowered. You have to find a way to kill those dragons, I guess, is the, is the bottom yeah. line. In time. Because when, right. when we played, I sacrificed two dragons, but I didn't care because... Because you were winning that turn. Well, and you, that you turn, can also so. win with your knights, too. Right. Yeah, you, know? you get a lot of those. So Targaryen, you can kill all the dragons in Targaryen can still win. It's a lot harder, though. Yes. Because then you can start to defend them. Like, because that's, I think, what the problem is with Targaryen is you can't defend all the locations with loyalty tokens. It's just not even sort of realistic. Because mm -hmm. there's just so many damn they loyalty tokens. Out. They come out I feel fast. like there needs to be way less loyalty tokens. Maybe wait around. Yeah, or just like, I feel like there's just way too many loyalty tokens on the board by round seven or eight. By round seven or eight, there's like 10, 12 loyalty tokens on the board. And you can't defend all those locations. Not having a way to remove them. <clears throat> yeah, maybe, maybe that's the answer. Is there needs to be a way to remove them. Maybe an order you can do to maybe remove them Maybe one of the cards lets you get rid of them. 
I don't know. I didn't look through all the cards. Or maybe there's a, um, like you can do consolidate power on that area and then clear it. Yeah. Maybe it's in the rules and we missed it, but. No, it's not in there. Okay. I feel like there needs to be a way to either move them, at least move them, um, if not clear them, but it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that was Mother of Dragons expansion. Also, we played uh, a, um, we did a Song of Ice and Fire team game mm -hmm. where myself and Matt uh, went up against Dane and Brian. Uh, mm -hmm. myself and Matt, I ran an all neutral list just to combine to how interaction with neutral and Matt ran his Lannisters because Matt just has Lannisters. And then yeah. Brian and Dane both had, uh, Starks. Mm -hmm. and, and we did like, each of us had two full lists with commanders. Two 30 and, point and, lists. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, full command hands and everything. It went really long. Yeah. It took a very long time to play like four 30 point lists in one battle. Yeah. Like we played for what? Five, five, five hours, six five hours? Five or six Dude, hours wow. before it was over. I showed up halfway, and we still played for like two hours. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad we did it. I wouldn't want to do it again because it just took too long. Yeah. It just For that type of game, that's too long. I agree. But it was interesting. It was it interesting was to run it like that. Yeah. I think using the two, I think having two sets of command hands is kind of broken. Well, so. I'm I not was, sure we were doing it right. I was listening to the podcast yeah. today that the guy does, and he. I forget his exact wording, but he was saying you can only have one trigger, yeah, like per event, right? So maybe you only get one card per event. Well, yeah, but I don't think we were breaking that rule. Well, I, I I'm just saying I'm not entirely sure how what the rule is. I know you can only do one thing per trigger. That's what he means by event, right? Well, so what's no, he said something? It was is weird. Is attacking like so when you got cards that are when you activate, when you declare a charge, when you make a melee attack? After rolling dice on a melee attack, like those are all different triggers, but it's all the same event, right? Like you're oh, still, but it, it doesn't talk about that. I don't think in the rules. Well, also, this is a podcast. Yeah, latest episode he did with the free folk. Yeah. Um, he was talking about Mance Raider, I think, and yeah, it was just the way he said it. It made me start to question how we hmm. did it because Dane and I had like a four card. You can't cascade Chain. those cards. That was ridiculous. But they were technically all different triggers. <laughs> they were all different triggers. Like one right. was like at the start of a turn. One was when a friendly unit activates. One was when a friendly unit declares a charge. And then the other one. One was, was when a friendly unit charges. And then when a friendly unit attacks. Yes. And we used like all of these cards. It just happened. It right went really right. well for us that that turn. Yeah, we almost wiped out like a whole unit. Yeah. If I correctly. Yeah, with like five cards. It was just. It was like <laughs> it it was did. ridiculous. Yeah, it was just like that that golden goose moment. Yeah, and thanks to my possibly loaded dice that I got in the Michigan GT, um, which I did not do anything to them on purpose, but I feel like they're kind of loaded. I mean, they roll were, a lot of goddamn sixes. You seem to roll sixes more than you we rolled were, anything else in it. Yeah, roll like I, I agree. And you were just hot. I feel like I feel like it was just the sixes. Like I feel like all my other numbers were even. The other numbers I had popped up whatever, sixes. but there was just always six. There was. Like, out of, like, if he was rolling eight dice, there was, like, guaranteed to be three sixes in there every single time. It was almost every at, time. At least three. And that's... Yeah. There's no way the average is working that way. <laughs> and he had an umbra list and they all, like, critical blow, so those sixes just really fuck yeah, you. Yeah, it's the, it's, the, it's the critical blow that fucks you with the sixes. Yeah. yeah. So. But whatever. It was fun. I'm glad we did it the one time. Um, I don't yeah. think I'd ever want to do it again. It just took so long. It took too long. The only time I'd want to do it again is if we were, like, planning and doing, like, hey, let's do, like, a big all-day game. Sure, but I don't know if I. But would then want I'd, to. I'd I'd almost rather just Even like then, play three individual games for that amount of time, you know, different until you know, we do yeah. Battle of the Bastards. Until we put together Battle of the Bastards, yeah, then yeah. we're gonna do it. 
But then we're definitely going to do it. Yeah. Even though Battle of the Bastards, I think you can put together in like just 50 or 60 points. Oh. Like just one per side. Like oh, army yeah. on, one army on a... That'll go way faster because you're not trying to coordinate four decks at the same time. That's a lot of it too. Is like Yeah, I feel like there was a lot of things we were looking up because of the new objective mode we were using too. Yeah, we, we did the new uh, objective, which was interesting. We should do it. Battle of the Bastards, where every time a unit dies, you just add, add them in a pile on the side. So you like you physically <laughs> physical until we've created like and then we'll put John Stone in the middle <laughs> yeah. like a cherry on a Sunday. So somebody yeah. popped up on like one of the forums saying like, "Hey, is anybody caught, came up with like a Battle of the Bastards scenario?" I'm like, "Get out of my head!" Because we just started talking about it the I other saw day. That today. Yeah, you saw that. I one? bet C Mile come out with one. Yeah, the, well, the thing is, so they've come out with alternate commander cards, and I think you could do it. Just make alternate commander cards for John Snow because John Snow only does. He only works with Night's Watch, but I bet like we could figure out a way to just make him an alternate just, commander card for him. Instead of Night's Watch, just make a friendly unit, maybe or something. Well, it depends on if it's Val related. Because oh, well, no, he'd have, have to have different cards. Yeah. But I mean, but you, like you could for just... the Battle of the Whispering Wood, Rob Stark and Jamie Lannister have two completely new commander Abilities. cards for that. Yep, their commander cards are different. So no, no, no their card, their commander cards are different. They're, as a commander, their attachment card. Yeah, yeah, their attachment commander card yeah. is different. But I mean, they may make it. Yeah, they, they may do a scenario where Jon Snow is a Stark. Yeah, some, something different. Yeah. Or the, but it, but the problem is, it's all book stuff, and none of this has happened in the books. Oh yeah, that's a good point. So that's well, it's, like it's also isn't it specifically the War of the Five Kings? No, I don't think so. No. but it's it's the Song of Ice and Fire. They said they, they they had a statement a while ago that was like anything in any of the books is legit to show up in this game. Okay. Yeah. So it's not just yeah, worth five I think it'd be sweet if they do Targaryens and you can get, like, Rhaegar. They totally will do Targaryens. They're 100% going to do Targaryens. Yeah. Now, yeah. I don't know if they're going to do stuff that takes place before the events of Game That's of Thrones. That's what I'm saying. Like, so you could do, like, the Battle of the Trident with Robert Baratheon. Yeah, so I don't know if and Robert Baratheon like, will be in throwback. it. You get the Kingsguard, yeah. like, in there. That's the kind of thing I feel like would be cool as a scenario. Yeah. Yeah. To get like yeah, Robert Baratheon and Tar although Targaryen troops and the troops that Danny would have as Targaryens are very different. Well Danny would just have Dothraki. And Unsullied. And Unsullied. And Second Sons. Second Sons. I don't think, they, I don't think they can do dragons in the game. It'd be too Oh bad. no, they're definitely doing dragons in the game. There's definitely the icon for like monster is a dragon. Is yeah. a dragon. It's yeah. they're definitely gonna be. This is just game. gonna be like if the game makes it to round five with no winner, you just win the game. Well they don't necessarily have to be Full-grown, kill the whole battlefield at once, dragons. They could be the younger ones. Yeah, because yeah, why would you take those into a battle? Because you are fighting someone and they you have a, a dragon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you just make them so they're not that awesome. Brian, you need to accept the fact there's going to be dragons in the game. You there's get no way they're going to make this game and not make dragons. Like everyone's going to buy that. I want yeah. like a giant table length dragon. They'll have one. They'll probably have one, probably have one massive dragon that costs like, like twenty five points or something. Drogon. Just get, something. Drogon. Epic play. Just get yeah. Drogon. Yeah, and you just yeah, you just win. With Danny yeah, so, yeah. Maybe there'll be like a way you like when you you attack them, you can like roll a die. It'd and be interesting if it comes back every other round. Because. He oh, because that's like swoop away. He's swooping yeah. in, just like, like throwing fire. Yeah, and then out. Yeah. That would be yeah. cool. Or just make it so like it doesn't have that much health, but you can only hit it with range attacks or something. <coughs> yeah, fuck, I don't know. Either way, I'm sure it's coming out. Yeah. Brian needs to accept that. Nope. <laughs> it's, no. It's happening. No, I don't want it! Wait, maybe they'll have like another, like a counter type unit where you can bring a ballista. Or maybe if you have a, a dragon, the other side gets ballistas. 
Yeah. yeah, Scorpions, I guess, would be a better. Well, the Night's Watch has them. Night's Watch yeah. had the Scorpion crew coming out. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, when we put it together, we'll let you guys know. I'm going to figure something out here. Because we can do it now, as soon as the Wildlings come out, which are out soon. Yeah. And then the, the only thing that you don't get is the House Aaron <clears throat> Knights coming in later. No, but we could just call those, like, Outriders. Could. Or, and honestly, yeah. if Jon Snow was a competent battlefield commander, point. they wouldn't have needed the Knights anyways. <laughs> oh, that's right. Matt has a hot take on the Battle of the Bastards. Oh, I want to hear this. Let's go. Let's go with it. So no, yeah, yeah. Oh, Jon Snow is a fucking idiot. God damn! I was so pissed. Yeah, yeah, because he's terrible. He makes a lot of yeah. bad decisions. He's a horrible <laughs> person. I'm sitting there watching this. And I'm like, so first when Ramsey pulls Rickon out, run to your brother. Jon's riding out to him. He's riding out to him. All he has to do is Ramsey loses an arrow. Rickon, stop. Rickon, go to the left. Rickon, go to the right. And he doesn't get hit. We never heard of like a superintendent maneuver. Yeah. Like, weave. Weave, weave while you run. Yeah. You literally just stop running. Stop. He's leading it yeah. based on your current speed. Yeah. So first of all, so first there was that. I feel like Rickon actually should have known that on his own. Like even Rickon. as like an eight-year-old, you should know like arrows going to a well, spot. He's like 16 so, by the time. He's just—he's a yeah, troubled—he's a yeah. troubled youth, probably getting uh, molested by the wildling he's with. Definitely. <laughs> Ramsey's probably raped him a couple of times. Yeah. All right. Maybe. He's a known raper. Ramsey's he sick. Is. Yeah. Ramsey's a sick, sick buck. Thick man. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that's what we just got like going on. Otherwise, yes. How dare you? <laughs> so, all right. That was the episode, guys. Um. Anybody we see in Columbus, uh, we'll, no, not Columbus, Springfield. Uh, we'll see you there, and we'll, we'll bring some uh, alt arts with us Absolutely. if you don't have them already. And uh, all right, we'll see you guys next time. See ya.